Hey everyone, today is Friday the 19th of June 2020. This is a bonus episode of The Gap. We're doing The Last of Us Part 2 spoiler cast. With me today is Job Gilroy and Nathan Lawrence. What How up? How guys going? Good, what's going on? What's up? What's up? Um, so today is the release of The Last of Us Part 2. Um, we have all played it and finished it. Um, and we, Job and I did a, a review podcast a few weeks back. Um, but this one podcast, specifically, about it. yeah, yeah, this one specifically is going to go into details about the story, um, which is something we didn't discuss before. It was a spoiler-free review, whereas yep. this one will be we're going we're going everywhere. Um, so if you have not played the game or finished it, stop the podcast, go play it because it's a, it's a great game. Come back um, and have a listen to our thoughts. Maybe you'll agree with some of the things we say. Maybe you'll disagree with them. Maybe Shit, I don't think the people on this fucking podcast are going <laughs> to agree with the things everyone says on this podcast. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, like, uh, I guarantee you this game. Uh, yeah, like like you were saying, go and play it before you listen. Um, we, it's not, it's, we're not going to go fucking chapter by chapter or anything. It's going to be... A, a fucking shit show. Uh, Otherwise, so, we'd be here for sixty hours. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I, I mean more in that you know this is not going to be chronologically approached, so you can't be sure. Oh, well, I've played three quarters of it, so I can listen to three quarters of this fucking podcast. There's no fucking chance. Yeah, We're probably going to talk about the fucking uh, like second half pretty much immediately. Um, so yeah, like uh, just be careful, right? Like if you haven't played it, go listen. Uh, go play it. Come back and listen. Or if you just don't give a shit, uh, do it that way. You know, do you do you. But uh, just fair warning about how this is going to go down. Uh, it is going to be spoilerific. Uh, They're going to be big spoilers straight up. And, uh, <laughs> That's where we're going for. Why, why would we approach it chronologically if Naughty Dog has no interest in approaching their game chronologically? <laughs> That's your first spoiler. Like oh. for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> decided to join us all right you all know the drill run your routes lock your log books you run into anything you can't handle <laughs> You have no idea what you're walking into. What are you doing? You don't know how large that group is. How armed. I don't care. You can't stop this. 
You think I'd let you do this on your own? You can go read my uh, now unredacted review on the gapodcast.com. Um, and uh, like I said in that, uh, I think this is going to be a, a very divisive game. Uh, and not for the reasons, like it's going to be, I mean, there's definitely going to be a bunch of fucking incels who hate it because uh, it's got two female leads. Fuck uh, them. But fuck them. Uh, it's going to be divisive for legitimate reasons as well. And uh, I am excited to talk about the legitimate reasons that I think uh, will like will lead to it being a divisive game because uh, I, th- I think it's important to get that shit out there before the, you know, the fucking meta narrative takes over like it, like it does with every piece of pop culture where, uh, you know, Oh, you just hate the last Jedi. Cause you're a, you know, a fucking gamergator or some shit, which did take over for a little while. And it took a long time for us to get to a point where we could, Talk about what we didn't did or didn't like about the mm. Last Jedi. Uh, yeah, I, I'm using Star Wars uh, analogies because a we just watched the Star Wars Squadrons trailer and my fucking dick is still rock hard. And <laughs> b <laughs> I see uh I see actually I see a lot of parallels uh between the meta narratives for the Star Wars sequel trilogy uh, and the last of us part two uh they're both uh one of them's you know three times as long as the other but uh yeah they're both like there's a lot there you know uh people say the last of us part two is a sequel that didn't need to happen um i think that was an opinion some people shared with uh the star wars sequel as well a sequel trilogy as well you know like they didn't need to happen uh i think a lot of people feel that way more now that it's finished than they did beforehand but uh yeah like you know uh, what i'm really annoyed about job what is that i said nate was going to be the one that brought up star wars five minutes in this podcast (laughs) and it was fucking you it was my first bullet point was to bring up star wars to be honest um but for different reasons uh the reason i wanted to bring up star wars is i think it's comparable to the last of us in terms like for me personally and you can tell me if you relate to this in terms of how emotional connection trumps so much right like what i realized at the end of rise of skywalker was that while i really liked parts of that movie and parts of it fell flat and obviously parts of it were fixing problems with the last jedi ultimately the whole trilogy fucking upset me and disappointed the fuck out of me and that star wars movies are rated in terms of emotional connection to them that's why the prequels often fall flat uh and when the music is amazing and it's hitting certain notes it's like it lifts you know when you got jewel of the fates blaring in your ears while obi-wan and qui-gon and darth maul are having it out that's peak star wars my back is my spine is tingling i am connected to the movie now i bring that up because last of us uh is a game that i don't think has aged well in terms of its gameplay the original Mm. um i know this because uh Katie is playing it next to me while I was playing Last of Us 2, which was the worst way because she got to see spoilers. I warned her and I'm like, just don't do it this way. I'll play over there. She's like, no, it's fine. Anyways, so, but the gameplay hasn't aged well. But what has aged well is the storytelling, 
the characters, the plot, the situation, the world building, all that sort of stuff will be kind of more timeless, right? Yeah. So when you go into The Last of Us Part 2, if you're going into The Last of Us Part 2 because you adored the gameplay of the first one, then you should love The Last of Us Part 2. Mm. But if you're going into The Last of Us Part 2 looking more than anything, your primary metric of measuring the success of a Last of Us game is your connection to the material, then it's going to be a little bit more challenging. The, yeah. the other thing that I wanted to bring up uh, is, as Joby and I talked about this briefly, or, or touched on it, and I was like, no, I'm not going to get to that. Let's save it for the podcast on an offline chat, was your interpretation of the ending of the last game right because that was that was a big thing like it built up to an amazing ending with a kind of christopher nolan you know inception style spinning top almost that asked the audience to determine uh one one thing very simply which was does ellie know what joel mm. did or does she not now i personally was of the belief that she did know and she was kind of like she like and again that was me reading into looks like she knows and she's accepted it and the only yeah. thing that could be done in a sequel was that they would have to address that and yeah. they have it they do address it right but anyway yeah. so before mm -hmm. we before we get into that joby luke i want to know what your take was on the last uh, on the ending of the last of us in terms of whether you what you thought of joel specifically because yeah joby like it Joel has this, um, like I guess Joel is theoretically a bad guy in that story, right? Because he's he's taking this young girl to die, <laughs> and it's not until the end that he has a change of heart and um, you know goes and gets her back, type thing. Um, so is he so redeemed? You see this sort of arc, like for you at the like at the end when all is said and done, the full stop. Because I agree, I agree with that point. I'm, but like, right at the end, are you like, Joel's still a bad guy, or like, I like Joel, obviously an anti-hero, but like he made hmm. the right decision. He is redeeming himself. Therefore, I'm connected yeah. to him, and I think that he's good in a sense in the context of this I world. I don't think he's a bad guy. Uh, I think he, he's just trying to do what's best. Um, like, if you had the choice between saving humanity and killing a little girl <laughs> like uh, i don't know um but he kind of has his he ends up with like, his connection with her right it's and a trolley problem. The question is, right, end, yeah the, it's a question of right it, it's the trolley problem right which you know i think has been popularized now by the good place but has you know been around uh for a long time for a lot of people um it's 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 the idea of you know would you flip the switch on the on the trolley to save one person if it meant killing five people five thousand yeah. people five million people five billion people and then you revisit the same question and the first time the the person on the tracks is someone you don't know and the second time the question is okay but what if you did know that person and what if you were deeply emotionally connected to that person and that's what the last was is trying to do is trying to uh to form that connection between you, Joel, and Ellie, uh, and it's trying to force you to reconsider. Like at the start of the game, Joel's motives 
Uh, I don't agree that he's the villain because he's taking a little girl to die. I I think he is a hero. It's like he's still, you know, it's a ugly job, but yeah, hmm. the fucking the little girl's gonna die. Uh, yeah, the world's gonna be saved by, from from monsterism. Like I think it, I you know, I personally think it's an objective fucking win. But uh, over the course of it, you're supposed to examine, you know, the relationship you have with Ellie, and then examine the that question over and over and over again and i think the hope is for from naughty dog's perspective that by the end you get to a point where you switch sides you think okay well ellie should live i never got there joel was that was for me right joel saving ellie was his heel turn it wasn't his redemption that was him suddenly becoming the villain which i understand is controversial but uh i don't i don't think it should be i mean he 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 damns humanity does that that impact your enjoyment and your connection with the ending of the last of us uh i did uh, yeah absolutely absolutely impacted my uh yeah the i think the uh overall uh you know, level of I, I I was always very confused as to how people were coming to the, the conclusions they were in The Last of Us uh, when they were talking about it. I remember, talk, I think it was the Game of the Year podcast, and uh, Jung was on, and he was talking about how it was the best game he's played in forever, and it made him cry, and all this stuff. I'm like. Uh, Joel's, Joel's the bad guy. I don't understand what you're fucking talking about. Joel becomes the bad guy. That's a villainous act. Um, yeah, like, I I mean, I, you know, I'm not a fucking robot. I do understand why, hmm. but, uh, yeah, I just, I, I just whole, wholesale didn't agree with it. Uh, yeah. the but- interesting thing for me is that I, like, I never made the emotional connection to Ellie, Right. Uh, it never worked for me. I mean, there were certainly moments that I found to be extremely sweet and extremely moving. Uh, and, uh, I think, you know, from a storytelling perspective, they crafted it spectacularly. But my problem was she was always, it was always an escort quest. There was never a moment where I felt like, uh, she wasn't a burden on the gameplay. And that was the problem that The Last of Us had for me. Uh, that was the that was the reason I think that I never made the emotional connection required to uh, make that final leap. And yeah, I like like on upon years of fucking self reflection uh, and uh, examining uh, like how we interact with games, I am under, able to understand why the last was didn't work for me. And why work for so many other people? Because I could see how it, it should have worked. And I can also see that critical failure point where it didn't for me, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and so, but it, even if you look at the end of that, that last game, again, it ends on Joel lying to Ellie. Yeah. Because the last conversation they have is about um, uh, the fireflies and like what has sort of happened behind the scenes. He basically says like, oh, they found other people with the immunity and tried to create a cure. 
and it didn't work. And so that's why I came and got you. And then Ellie is like, you know, is everything you told me true? Yeah. Uh, or, or, and he's like, oh, yeah, I swear to you. And she's like, oh, okay. And that's like the last line of the, the game. Uh, and then that is kind of, again, flipping it on. Like, is she protecting? Like, sorry, is he protecting her or is he just is he just lying for the you know for it again i i, I don't know um oh that's interesting so that sort of stuff i always thought he was protecting this, her this game. right i always yeah. thought he was protecting her um yeah I, absolutely i think i think it's the reasons behind his protecting her you know that that make it villainous he's doing it for selfish reasons not necessarily he's not protecting her he's protecting himself by keeping her alive you know that that was my interpretation i mean to answer your final the the christopher nolan spinning top point i i thought that she definitely suspected and i 100 expected this game to explore that uh in a vastly different way than how it did uh, but um yeah like i think she definitely suspected uh strongly that she had been lied yeah. to. Yeah. Um, I think they do address it, don't they? they? I didn't play the I thought they did. Should we... We maybe come back to that. Should we just jump into what happens at the start? Because um, this sort of ties into a big moment later on. Sure. Um, but yeah, the start of the game, you, you, um, you play as Joel. It's the first character you jump in as. And you are... Um, you're with your brother, right? Tommy. And you start horseback riding back to um jackson um and that is the only time you get to play as joel right i'm trying to think pretty sure i think that's the only yeah. time yeah. yeah yeah and so you get to after that that's when you kind of get to then become ellie um i guess the main character of the game i and, uh, before like before we even get to that right I did not like the first fucking two hours of this game at all. At all. It was so, so linear. Like, far too linear. And all I could think about, like, time and time again, I was switching between, good lord, this game looks fucking gorgeous. And then I'd switch to, holy fuck, they love the smell of their own farts. Like, that was me. I was this fucking... Ah, uh, switching wipe, back, right? back and forward. Yeah, like, Jesus, that's gorgeous. Holy shit. Like, you didn't need to fucking throw it in my face. Like, couldn't you just let me fucking have a look myself? Like, this hyperlinear, oh, yeah, you're riding a horse and, uh, oh, okay, but there is literally only one street-wide path for you to go down. So, yeah, look at all this stuff. You can't go to any of it. But look at how good looking it is. And I understand from a fucking game uh, construction point of view why it is like that. And I even get why they did it. But yeah. There's I, a little bit of exploration like once you get to that snow area and you're, you're um, you know, you can either go into the houses and, and explore some of them or you can basically just keep oh, going as if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can go into yeah these houses that inexplicably haven't ever been searched by the uh, dozens and dozens of people who have come through beforehand. Uh, yeah, 
you could go do that, I suppose. Uh, not to mention climbing up into a dilapidated house that's standing on a single uh, semi-rotted beam. Seems like a strong plan uh, in a world. Where's your sense of adventure? <laughs> uh, I think it's built around survival, not adventure. But uh, yeah, like anyway, uh, obviously I'm nitpicking. Uh, I just didn't like the start. I didn't like... I didn't like playing as Joel. Uh, I certainly didn't like that it was a fucking bait and switch. Um, even though I knew it was coming, uh, I did not like the like the immediate attempt to remind players of being Joel, I guess. I didn't appreciate what it was trying to do. And then, uh, yeah, I just thought it was far too linear for far too long. I mean, as tutorials go... Uh, it was, yeah, tutorializing for fucking ages all throughout that Ellie sequence, uh, teaching us how to ride horses, uh, which gets pride of place, right? It's the first thing you fucking learn how to do. And how often do you ride horses in this game? Fuck all. I think it's one other time, isn't it? Or twice. Twice, maybe. Yeah. Two more times. Uh, yeah. After yeah. Uh, and right at the end. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. Like what the fuck? Why? Why? Would... Anyway. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, through being Ellie, oh, super light exploration that doesn't match up with the rest of it, and then on to playing as Abby, and, uh, yeah, that was also, I, I just felt it was too linear. Like, the game for me, The Last of Us Part 2 doesn't get good until you reach Seattle. Uh, yeah. It certainly mm -hmm. has has some fucking punch before it gets to Seattle, um, but yeah. it doesn't get good until you I think it's the prologue. Like, yeah, but it's too long. It is too long. It reminds me of Rockstar prologues, you know, obviously more open, but I'm yep. just like, can I get to the real game, please? And there is yeah. no way that you could not have cut a minute, if not hours, from this opening and achieved the same fucking thing. I mean, the like the snow fight, mechanic bit for showing you that you can throw bricks or molotovs yeah. and stuff was like a cute touch and a way to show jackson and cool so i can appreciate that and i will put up with it and i'll tolerate it and you better believe yep. i'm beaming those little fucking shits in the head Fuck yeah. all of them multiple times but i don't need to have two or three different horse tutorials and all this stuff like you can just do and they weren't doing it elegantly outside of that they were just doing yeah. text pop-ups for stuff so they weren't trying to do that thing where they're like oh no they're trying to narrow like turn the uh tutorial into a narrative yeah which can be great or it can be cringe depending on how long it goes on for yeah so and especially like you said with the horse for them to to treat that like it was going to be this thing and then it disappears i mean even the fucking boat right like the splash screen at the start has yeah. a boat and and in the gameplay trailers leading up to it, they're like, oh, you're going to need boats to get around. And yeah, you do for like 10 minutes of the game. <laughs> but it, it was yep. just, it was weird. But I mean, like this whole game, top to bottom, reeks of it's like things that were expertly realized and other things that seem like they were kind of finalized at the last minute or even cut mm. or added. I don't know. The fact that... Or the, put the, out of order... Yeah, well, we get to that, won't we? But the E3 <laughs> video they showed, was it last E3 with the, the dance sequence? Yeah. You, yeah. No, that was before. But that that's right at the Oh, fucking... that was the one you were at, right? Yeah, the one I was Lucy, at. Lucy, you were in that fucking tent? 
Yeah. I was in that tent. Yeah. And we were like, what are we doing in this giant church thing? Um, and then the screen came up and we were like, ah, okay, we're in the, we're in the last of us. Yeah. But that, that's, that's right at the end. And I, yeah. like they show that right at the end. When you get to the end of the game, there's no reason why that should be right at the end. It very easily could have been a whole lot earlier. Um, so there's lots of little moments where you just end up thinking, if you're not engaged with it, especially as I wasn't in the second half, you end up oh, going, you end up going, why? Why have they chosen to, to do it this way? And, and coming from The Last of Us and Naughty Dog having the pedigree mm. of the expert storytellers that they are, and like, I'm no Uncharted fanboy by any means. I think it peaked with Uncharted 2 and then it never, ever got better except better looking, right? But also, yep. I still love Nathan Drake and the characters and the way that they do world building and their storytelling and their set pieces, right? So I'll always play an Uncharted game for that, but I'm not like this, oh my God, Uncharted 4 was, it had to happen. It's a story that had to happen. I'm like, 3 probably didn't even need to happen, motherfucker. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, and then so after that, you end up playing as Abby. Yeah. Um, for me, that I guess that was a bit of a surprise because I didn't know, like going into this game, I didn't really know anything about it um, other than the stuff they kind of showed at E3 when I was there. So yeah. I didn't know who this character was at all and why we were playing as her. Um, but then they kind of do a good twist, like it kind of comes up uh, where you go back to Ellie and then I guess obviously the big, uh, do we want to jump into that now, the big... Uh, twist, I guess, of the game. The dead, the through. dead Joel in the room. The dead, <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. So yeah, yeah like Abby I, just. I mean, it, it, this is in my fucking review, right? And I uh, toyed with it for a while about how the fuck I'm supposed to approach this, but like, it happens inside of the first 200 fucking minutes of the game, right? Mm -hmm. Technically, the prologue. Uh, as far as I, you know, as as we all agree, uh, it exists, and yeah, it, is. it is fundamental to, to what the, the game, the actual <laughs> game, the plot. is about. Yeah, so I I warned, I put a spoiler warning on the review, but I don't regret talking about this. Abby you have to kills Joel, and it's rough. She doesn't it's just kill just... him. She doesn't execute him. She butchers yeah. him. Torches. She, yeah, tortures him. Be yeah. Because I think the I the idea is that like she she sort of wants to. <laughs> like because of, of what Joel and Ellie have done to humanity. Like he doesn't get to get away with this. He, like we're gonna we're gonna do a bad oh, oh my gosh. Like because they're kind of friends, right? Joel saves her. And then you know something bad's going to happen when there's a line dropped about earlier on when um, when Abby's talking to, what's his name? Fucking Chad, the dude. Um, yeah, your boy Chad. Owen. You, Jet, not, uh, I can't remember his name. Owen. Owen, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and and they talk about how they're looking for Joel, like a, and, and that this is where he is. And then you realize once they get back, back together, like shit's going to go down. And when she grabs that shotgun and just fucking takes his leg off, yeah. I'm like, oh, he's probably going to be okay. And then they show you and he's like, <laughs> his leg has a hole in it. You're like, yeah. 
oh fuck <laughs> is that gonna go well yep it's brutal it is extremely brutal and uh yeah uh i like i, I mean first of all uh let's address the idea that um joel and tommy told then just you know welcomed in some strangers i because i've seen i've seen a lot of fucking i've seen a lot of rage about this uh online um yeah i don't have a problem with it um like the so the memes the memes that are going around are that uh joel and tommy these expert survivalists are just telling their names to people uh yeah like they're in a safe place and they're sort of the kings of this fucking place like the tommy's married to the fucking governess or whatever the fuck you call her and joel (laughs) is like the king of the fucking scouts right uh and per everything that we've seen in the books uh things been going pretty well uh it's been safe they haven't seen too many uh like uh runners or anything like that for a while and they haven't had any bandit attacks um this chick clearly needs help uh she's in need of need of assistance and they help her out then the other thing is uh the other meme i've seen is uh the idea of abby just rolling around uh like middle america murdering anyone named joel and uh that's not the case tommy says tommy they know they know he has a brother named tommy uh and he says his last name right it's miller right and so Mm. that's enough it's joel miller like oh we got the wrong like yeah maybe oh we got the wrong joel whose brother is tommy yeah maybe 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 but we got the wrong joel miller his brother is tommy but like, who's hanging out to be roughly like, in this area yeah, yeah hanging out in this specific location found him. yeah like, the post-apocalyptic the world yeah that's ridiculous yeah. uh so yeah i've got absolutely no problems with that i just want to fucking cut that one off at the fucking pass um but uh yeah this murder it's mur- like it's a straight up murder and it's rough it is fucking harsh and my thought was they should have killed Elliot <laughs> uh i do not understand why they they held back on that one like they may as well have but well you don't really hear do you because as he's dying or dead on the floor Ellie's on the ground screaming like I'll fucking kill you or something like that. But then the the ears start to ring out and you can't really um hear the background. Like they're talking to each other amongst themselves. And and I maybe that does come back later on. It does. Like, I can't really It does, yeah. Remember? Yeah, but you I think you do hear the conversation at a later yep. stage, but at that stage you can't hear anything because it's just her, I guess, in shock of, of what's going on. The old saving private Ryan cliche. Of the yeah. ears ringing, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's, it's effective. For Ryan, it's shell shock, isn't it? It's it's actual from a uh, an explosion. Yeah, no, no. That's what started it. Tineo. But like I'm saying, it since then it's like yeah. a cliche to put anytime there's an explosion or something or whatever mm. or a moment where they want to, you know, hide stuff or focus on the horrors of war or violence. Yeah. They they do. It's yeah. It's become a cliche. Uh, I think it's used particularly. It's pretty effective in this moment, but like it's also secondary because I I love Joel. So yeah. in that moment, I'm like, okay, you're all dead. Like, um, and in my mind, like, okay, naughty dog, good luck. 
like good luck getting me mm. you've already made me play with Abby I guess I'm going to play with her again later um, good luck with winning me back good luck with earning forgiveness because the original Last of Us whether you whatever you think about the ending is a game that is building up to that ending yeah it sets it up really early it's you know uh, Ellie's gonna have to be given over to the Fireflies I don't think they introduce from memory they don't introduce the fact that it'll kill her until yeah, no, really late in the piece. Super late, yeah. But like, I assumed that was going to happen at, yep. in terms of escalation, just because it makes sense. Like, if it was like she has to give blood, and then there's a cure, then there's no stakes, yeah. right? So they had to introduce that as the stakes. But that whole game is about like from its setup, you get Joel with a daughter-shaped hole in his heart, right? That opening is hugely effective and impactful. And the perfect way to frame an anti-hero. It, it doesn't outstay its welcome, unlike the start of Last of Us Part 2. And it yep. gets you immediately connected to his plight and going, fuck, who does he become? And whatever. And yeah, like you said, Joby, his mission is to transport a kid who's potentially a cure. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's a fucking kid, if it's the leader of the free world or a baby. The point is this item person leads to potential cure. Cool, mm. right? And when you meet Ellie, she's a fucking bit of a jerk and yeah. an asshole and a smart ass. Obviously, you know, defense mechanisms and we don't really get to see her backstory until the DLC, which I think works really well because you don't need to see it. But their whole thing is like, you're not necessarily going to like her when you first meet her, but we're going to have 15 hours or however long the game is to have moments with her and you know, you get to play as her, um, and sections and cutscenes and interactions where we believe that we can earn an ending where even if you don't agree with Joel's decision, you will understand it. You will understand it from heart to head, right? You'll get emotionally why he did it. You'll get logically why he did it. You'll get that it was what good storytelling is, is presenting um, actual dilemmas, you know, yeah. the lesser of two evils or having two amazingly equal options and pick which one do you pick and there's cheap movies where they set those things up or stories where they set them up and they rob you of it or they rob the character of it they kill off a you know two love interests is the easiest one there's two love interests who they're going to end up with at the end one of them dies ah well they don't have a fucking choice now so we don't get to see the choice we just get well i default like as anybody would if you're in love with two people and one of them dies, well, I guess I'll just go with this one. Obviously, there's emotional consequences in that hypothetical, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't have to make the decision, and that's where stories resonate, and that's why The Last of Us has an ending that we're talking about now in the context of Last of mm. Us Part 2, and people have been discussing and debating. It's why I absolutely, like, loved the game. Because, again, yeah, the gameplay is not amazing. The, a the friendly AI in particular is woeful their solution for um having ellie with you at all times but being invisible to enemy ai is utterly inelegant and immersion destroying once you notice that it's happening but and she gets in the way a lot and it's, your yeah. point earlier was interesting joby about like it sounds as though her gameplay uselessness for the most part except those rare instances where you get grabbed and she'll brick someone yeah um led to your inability to connect with her which is a good point i think because it means that gameplay and storytelling have to even be more closely intertwined for their narrative outcomes and for yep. their connectivity outcomes but all of this is to say that i was on board with joel's plight in the original game from the beginning 
and throughout. And when it got to that hospital scene at the end, hmm. I was literally edge of my seat, uh, yelling at the TV like, like, like Ellie in The Last of Us Part Two. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Fucking get away from me. like. I've never had that level of engagement, like running through the hospital with her, people shooting at you, like get the fuck out of the way, like utterly 300% connected. Um, so when I got to the end, I'm like, not only do I understand why Joel made that decision, he made the right decision. He made the right decision for his character, right? It was yeah. an authentic, it wasn't a, uh, you know, I'm going to sacrifice. Like if he had chosen to kill her, it still would have been a powerful ending, but I don't think it would have resonated like i don't think it would have been the what do they say about uh the ending of a story has to be both inevitable but also unexpected yeah i don't think it was too overly unexpected but like the way that they carefully crafted it to create that little debate around uh does ellie know does she not know or does she strongly suspect when i think strongly suspect or suspect at all was exactly what's driving a lot of her motivation in the backstory that you get to play in last of us part two right you get to see her pulling on this thread because she just doesn't yeah. no matter what he says no matter how many times he says it no matter what he swears on or whatever she's like ah, it doesn't sit right with me it doesn't fucking seem right and she yeah she looks into it. So when they killed Joel, I'm like, I'm I'm still connected to Ellie because I love Ellie. I love Joel. I love their dynamic. One of them goes, I still doesn't make me hate the other or whatever. Um, yeah. So I was utterly, utterly connected to Ellie's story, plight, gameplay. But when you get to play as Abby from the second half, I was just like, oh, fuck. This is this the end of the game? Like, is this because they've they confront they meet each other, right? And yeah. then it's like, okay, I get to play as her for a bit to get up to speed. I'm like, this will be a few hours, and then I want that resolution. So, but it's 10, 12 hours before you get to go back to that. Mm. And I'm like, that was ten to twelve hours of me not being at all connected to Abby. Like the gameplay was good, the fun. I like the loop. I like the you know searching every high and low point to find scrap the safe cracking all that stuff loved it but i would laugh when she died and there were times because she was afraid of heights that i'd throw her off the edge of buildings because i fucking hated her and i hated her the whole way through and i think a lot of that hate has to do with the way that they've structured the events like before we get to that before we get to the, the structure right this was the other reason why and you hinted at it why uh i brought up star wars because why it's so closely parallels star wars to me uh because it's something it's something you spoke about a lot uh when talking about uh how they were gonna how they were going to finish the star wars sequel trilogy uh and that is the idea of them attempting to find a redemption arc for kylo ren when he has done the irredeemable right yeah and yeah uh, i mean in i think in chats with you and in my review i i i call abby kylie ren because that's what she is essentially she is a female version of kylo ren she does the irredeemable now for me right uh a person who um who recognizes joel as ultimately the villain of the first game 
in my person, uh, in my personal opinion, obviously. Um, yeah, for me, uh, I still, like, Abby's actions were still irredeemable because even, like, despite Joel being the villain, he was still my player character. And that's that's something that I think, that's a, that's a, a mistake I think they make. Or, like, I don't think you can usurp the the player player character relationship i think the player player character relationship is stronger than or like almost anything uh in video games it is like a it's a key element of what makes video games work as a medium and so the mistake i think they make is having you play as joel at the start right i think they they fuck that up from the fucking get-go because they shouldn't remind you that he's he's your player character i think because it, it makes kylie wren irredeemable to so me good. It, it like to me someone who thought he was a villain right they had a shot at having some players players abby uh in a righteous way like she could have had a righteous arc right uh, but they they sort of ruined it by reminding me of that connection so she's she's irredeemable from my perspective, from someone who thinks that Joel is hmm. a bad guy. For people who thought he was a good guy, I mean, I feel like, I don't know how it looks on the screen and, and it doesn't matter to anyone not watching on YouTube, but uh, on my screen, right, it goes from left to right, it goes me and then Luke in the middle and then Nate. And I feel like that is a pretty good spectrum of how we fe like felt about Joel as a player character at the end of the first game, me villain Luke, uh, sort of in the middle, and Nate, uh, I don't know, wants to suck Joel's dick or something like just obviously, just finish him off, right? And uh, yeah, oh, like not, I think not in an Abby way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I think that's a like I think we've got a pretty fucking good like lineup here to like. How did how did you feel about playing as Abby, Luke? Because you would have been in the middle between. Me I liked and it. Hey, I liked I liked playing as Abby. You're because I, <laughs> I think um, maybe to the other side. Yeah, getting. I think it gives you an interesting look at stuff that we and I spoke about this on the podcast, like an interesting look at um, things we don't normally get to to see, like a different perspective, which this game does a lot, like the. Um, the who's the bad guy in this situation and you get to see these different factions yep. and how they're living and what their motives are and what uh, sort of drives them right mm. um and yeah. yeah abby has this whole arc like when you get to play as her the first oh, sorry the second time you were just like why why am i like why am i doing this yeah um this doesn't make much sense but then you get to learn about this character and sort of what drives her and what drives her her people and the relationship she's got and why she doesn't like Joel. Well, maybe she doesn't like Joel because she, Joel killed her fucking dad. <laughs> like yeah. that's a big arc, right? Yeah. Uh, and then that's you. You start to get these these weights, these balances, and like, all right, well, okay, who is actually whose side am I on? And I thought it was going to do some really. It, it doesn't go there, but it could have got to a really inter interesting place at the end where it did like a switch. On you, where you think, oh, Ellie's the, you know, the good character, but in, but really, 
she's not. Maybe she's the bad guy. That would have been an interesting place to explore, but they don't, they don't really go there. They do some other things. And um, I, I don't like the ending, just for the record. Uh, but I think they do really cool things during the um, uh, during the the gameplay of playing as Abby. Uh, you get to see re- relate like the fucking dog relationship, right? Yeah. Um, where you're playing as Ellie earlier on, you kill a dog, and then there's like a backstory about this dog, and you're playing fetch with it and things like that. Like you get to see the repercussions of things you've done as Ellie come out later on. Something that's like a like a, uh, a five second sort of quick time moment. Uh, and then later on, you're like, oh shit, like that was someone's dog. And, you know, they had a relationship with this dog and you played fetch with it and all this stuff. I think those are really powerful moments that um, makes you think about the actions that you've taken during your playthrough. And um, utterly. And they do it a lot. Missed opportunity I, to present yeah. it earlier. Right? I 100% agree with like Luke's analysis of playing as Abby. Like 100%. That is her value. Like I definitely see her value as a player character. Um so do I. Yeah, I just, for the record. I just, did, <laughs> I just didn't like her as a person and I didn't think that they had there was a path back. I think they did the best they could except for what Nate was just about to talk about. Go. No, I like to Luke's point, just quickly. Uh, what I, uh, what you're talking about is world building, and I absolutely agree. Uh, the world building with Abby stuff was great. The exploration oh, yeah. of what motivates the the tribalism thing, right? I much more agreed with her people, like not her, but her people. I got what they were doing. I got where they got to. It was their leader was fucking wolf. weird. Yeah, wolf. Their leader was weird as shit. Yeah. Uh, he was like torturing people yeah. in the the basement of which I think the like kind of undermined what they were going for, right? And then the cultists. But then it shows you Abby being like like walking past that and not really a pre like she doesn't like that. But, but she doesn't. She, do she's their top killer. She she's called the her. top scar yeah. killer. Like she is a, a butcherer of people. And the scars. We get to meet the scars, and the scars are pieces of shit. So. Yeah. They didn't get that three-dimensionality. And even when I was reading their notes, because this is a rare game where I actually read all the notes. Usually I'm like, boring, fuck that off. Tell me a story yeah. in a better way, you pricks. But they <laughs> do it really well in a really short way in this game yeah. that I'm like, why wouldn't I? And I love the world. So I'm reading mm-hmm. these fucking notes and I'm like, these scars are religious fanatics. And then the way that the story plays out with you know, the, the two kids who are breaking away from that, that just helps to reinforce that they are the obvious bad guys. Like, the scars are... Yeah, wipe them the fuck out. They're fucked. They're top to bottom fucked. (laughs) What they do to their own people is fucked. Like, Wolf, if 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 they're trying to say, ooh, which side would you pick? Would you pick Wolf or would you pick Scars? Well, first of all, the obvious answer is I pick Jackson. So, but let's remove that. Wolf, in a heartbeat, even with Abby there. Wolves, because they are humanized in a much better way. And I just thought it was weird that you would go out of your way to humanize one faction and then demonize another. So the Fireflies in the first game were like similar, right? Like, are they good? Are they bad? Are they doing some yeah. good shit? They're doing mm. some bad shit? And that's really cool. Like when you do that, but with the scars, whatever. But yeah, with the story structure stuff, so you kill, as Ali, right towards the end of your playthrough, you kill that particular dog. What's the dog's name? That one's Bear, right? 
Or is that Alice? At the, I think it's Alice. It's at the aquarium. Is it Alice aquarium. at the aquarium? Yeah. 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 And that moment uh, in the structure of the game doesn't mean anything at that stage, especially because you've become desensitized hmm. to dog killing. To killing dogs. Like, yeah. I'd... I'd I'm a. I, I think this is pretty universal. Uh, I'd rather kill people. You're a cat person. I'd rather no. I'd rather I'd rather kill people <laughs> than animals in games, right? Yeah. Uh, and the dog killing never sat well with me. It was just more of a functional like, oh, okay. I, I, I connected more emotionally, as in in a squeamish way, with killing dogs. Like, oh, I, I kind of end up putting mines down and then just go away and not look at it. Like I'm like, yeah, they're going to turn into mist and the way the engine works is by the time I go back, there won't be any parts. So I'm, I'm fine with that. But when they would call out, oh, Todd, you know, when they when you kill one of their buddies, I'd be like, good. Oh, yeah. I'm glad he's got a name. Add him to the fucking list. Let's work our way up to Abby and kill all of you. Like that's how fucking red-blooded vengeful I was. And I can only assume that they wanted me to feel that way because Joel deserves, I love Joel, but Joel deserves to die. Right? The consequence of Joel's action and mm. what it led to, and remove Ellie, oh, not Ellie, Abby's emotional story and connection, which is, you know, it's a, it's big enough to get you understanding her motivation with her dad being killed by Joel and rah, rah, rah. But like the Fireflies were trying to do something that is objectively good, and they've all fallen apart because of this one guy, and so there should be consequences for his action. And he. In this world, he, he deserves to die. So there's nothing wrong in a narrative sense of him dying. There's actually nothing wrong with Abby killing him or executing him, but hmm. she butchers him. So that's designed to get an emotional reaction beyond the logic, right? Like, so she just, you know, sat him down on his knees, had some fake trial with all of her buddies, like real quickly, and then said, you know, we condemn you to death for your crimes against humanity, blah, 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 shot him. I wouldn't like it because I love Joel, but I'd understand it. And then, the, yeah, but she butchered him. Mm. And so I think in terms of structure, going back to that point, that they should have even saved the death of Joel until way later. Like, he's absent from the story. People are talking about him being gone. So we know that he, like, you might know that he's dead, but you don't actually get to see it. I think it's in seeing how she does it that so incensed me against her. And I could see when I started playing her sections, had I played those earlier, had mm. I played them before I had seen her do it. Now, I, I suspected when I first played as her that she was hunting for Joel. I hadn't read the spoilers. I suspected, oh, she's looking for someone, so she's looking for Joel. There's only one yeah. person out here. Because she wasn't talking about finding a cure. She was talking about finding someone and with those dead eyes, you know, like she's looking to kill someone. It's got to be yeah. Joel. If it's a random person, they've missed a trick here. So they're looking to kill Joel. Okay, cool. Um, that still would have been okay, but if I'd spent more time getting to know her, plus, and I'm sure Joby will talk more to this, but the way that the game is structured in terms of the day feels like it could have really easily been like day one, Ellie, Abby. Day two, Ellie, Abby. So there is, sure. in my opinion, a game, uh, a story that, doesn't have to add anything, but if it was re-edited in terms of the order of its events, would have a better chance at winning over. And I, I refuse to believe I'm the only person in the world who loves Joel, like, and agrees with his choice at the end. So would have a better I, chance. I think you are. I, I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm the fucking exception. Right. Like, I think you are. There are way more people that are like you than there are like me. 
uh, of people who finished The Last of Us. Because most people, most people who played the, the game I played and was annoyed as I was with Ellie's presence in what I felt was awful stealth would have just stopped fucking playing, you know? Like, so they never even, like, they never even would have gotten that far. So I think, like, just from a fucking, like, purely numbers point of view, you are in the majority. So you are, I think, you and Luke are the people that they would want to be winning over with that that stuff yeah uh, but that makes it even yeah. more detrimental then right like but it sounds so. like so luke you why why i flagged what you brought up as world building is because did did you connect with ellie or did you just connect with the world around her abby oh no, abby sorry fucking abby ellie yeah um yeah i think so um because she i think she does have an arc of like you see the process of her going through thinking about whether she has made the right decision with this wolf um, organization and you see her sort of uh, betray them um, but like take under these two scars under her wing and, and then start like murdering her own people um, and there's an arc in that so I, I like I get what you're saying I I think it could have been really interesting to do the um, like you'd obviously have to remove all the references to Joel being dead uh, and then have it play like alternate between the two. And then if I think if you get to the end of your playthrough or the end of them two finally meeting and that's when you find out that Abby, that this character you've been playing all along is the one that killed this person, that could be pretty like you'd be like, oh shit, like what, what happened there? Um, and I actually did some interesting stuff uh, which I'll talk about later when those two characters f first met. But even with all that happening, I think that that particular ending that I've got in there doesn't work even more if you end up switch doing like the cut you're talking about, at least. I think I, I, it, it I think work, it I would think. require a significant amount of work to like, there would be a significant amount of work required to, to get it to a place where you could not have joel die early i do th i think it would be narratively more powerful if it happened at the end of day two but you would have to rewrite large chunks a lot of, it. of the game yeah i don't think uh, so because i think that they can talk about him being dead or not just gone because they don't really say dead do they, they say gone? he's gone so we you can interpret that like if you're in denial you're like he's gone as in he's missing but yeah. you're cluing yeah. on the, you're like something's not right. Something's not right. She's super it's a sad. Twist. Super it's a Shyamalan sad. twist. But it, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a very, like it, it wouldn't be a Shyamalan twist because it wouldn't be huge because it would be an obvious solution that he's dead, but we don't know who's killed him. We don't know how he's died. And we certainly don't know, yeah, the, the way in which he is dispatched. You'd have to rewrite, you know, the motivation for Ellie to be in Seattle. You'd have to like, oh, go on to find Joel, I suppose. But why would she then be murdering every motherfucker that she f can see? Like, apart what? from, you know, like, but she's like looking for people by name. She's tracking them on a map. Wouldn't that be like that. a better way to help to balance the love for Ellie versus the oh. growing connection to Abby? Because we get to see her being like this cold-hearted killer, yep. which is what Abby is anyway, although she's a little bit more structured in her family killing bullshit whatever but wouldn't mm. that be a way to go why is why is ellie killing 
everyone like i'm not comfortable with this uh i just think is... it would make it a little bit too obvious that they'd kill joel that's what's no, happening but i'm not i'm not even trying to preserve that as a twist it's a right. reveal that comes later it's it's more that i saw how she killed him like, right and if i hadn't seen yeah, that okay. and she was like she butchered him like that yeah. if i hadn't seen it i could even been told that she killed it and i'm like i still haven't seen it so i'm kind of still in denial like i haven't i'm like okay i'm open to connecting with this person i'm a little mm. offside even if i know that she's probably killed him or i suspect but i'm being introduced to like that stadium level yeah, right. would yeah. have been amazing yeah. had it not been at a point where not just after she'd butchered him but after i'd played with ellie for for three fucking days, 12 and, and it had been reiterated days, yeah. time and time and time again that i'm hunting down this person and i understand why i'm hunting yeah. them down i saw what they did i fully understand why she's hunting down everyone fucking associated with that yeah so i got it um all, I, all i'm saying is instead of me going rewrite this change that i'm just talking about a reordering of events you'd put a lot more of the kind of later or mid to later uh, flashback sequences with Joel so mm. up front so that he's there, he's present, yeah. there's weirdness, there's a strained relationship. And if you did want to, like there would still be an element of people, I imagine, not that many, who would believe that gone meant he just left and he may have left because the flashbacks show us... Because they had a fight. They had a fucking massive yeah, fight yeah. and she said, I'm fucking done with you, right? So all I'm yep. seeing when I'm seeing these scenes is like potential and i would hope i would love to believe that they f they fucked around with this right that they cut things in different orders and that they got in nda you know game testers and said we're gonna need 26 hours of your fucking life um yeah. but we're gonna we're gonna make you play this and we're we don't want you to say anything but actually we want you to emote out loud maybe but we're gonna telemetry data watch you through a screen and they just saw what was the most effective version because jumping sideways a slight bit far be it from me I don't normally get angry at people who give games tens, right? I'm yeah. like, fuck you, you're a clown. But this game hinges on, for me, yeah. can you forgive Abby? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, then you experience emotionally a much different game to me. And I cannot comment on whether that emotional experience of the last half of the game would have elevated it to opposition i mean I, i'm with luke i still think the ending is a cop out no matter what way you cut it uh or sorry the ending is problematic i'm not gonna i haven't we haven't heard of what you really think about it yet but um i i i can't get shitty because it's it's storytelling that's judged by connectivity right so last of us for me i gave it a 9.5 when it came out and i stand by that review not for its gameplay reasons it was of its time it doesn't hold up it's not a 9.5 today if you take the gameplay and all the bullshit into account but the emotional impact the connections to the characters the entire way through the storytelling the music the world building still yep. absolutely holds up and i was connected to that game from start to finish from the opening scene to the final scene emotionally connected to the characters and their plight not hmm. half a game man and that's what I, I spent i spent the second half of the game just re-editing it in my head to go would i have felt differently about yep. dog dog killing for instance or that that one dog moment and it's a quick time event moment effectively if you like 100 percent, if you do day one ellie day one abby day two ellie day two abby that game is better i there there is no doubt in my fucking mind 
Like, when they release it on PS5, do a cut in that order. And I guarantee you, it is a better fucking game. I guarantee you. It is, like, narratively, it is told that way. You, like, do you even fight a dog in day one of Seattle? Or day one out Ellie? You don't no, fight I, it I until the start of day two. Yeah, so you're fucking introduced to the dogs in day one, Abby, and then you start killing dogs. And then you learn more about the dog, and then you fucking murder that dog. Like, just from a dog perspective, it makes so much more sense <laughs> to fucking do a day one, day one, day two, day two. Like, holy shit. It, that, I could not stop thinking about that. Like, I, I think I think you make, a, 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 like, you're so, you've sold me on putting the Joel death later, uh, 100%. Yeah. Um, but, like... While I was playing, all I was thinking was day one, day one, day one. Like, also, also, like, like, there's just so much about it. Like, the hospital. You go to the hospital, right, and you murder everyone, and then you walk through it and learn everyone's name. Yeah. Except now, in the game as it is, you're 10 hours removed from that fucking point, and you're like... Yeah, this probably would have been emotional. <laughs> if it was first, right? <laughs> yeah, right. It, from a gameplay point of view, ah. you, would, you would get... And it doesn't show off the entirety of the hospital, which I thought was... I, I swear there's been some... There has to have been some interference, right? Because it feels like there's a setup that comes after the payoff. Because yep. you get to walk through that opening part of uh, the level and you lose nothing because if you're one of those fans like me or probably you guys as well who've watched the gameplay videos they showed they showed the opening parts of that section they didn't show the entirety of the hospital yeah. which was cool mm. because that I fought deep into that first section but you would have walked through that first bit as Abby met everyone's names and as the player even as the tactical player you're thinking oh what if I end up coming back here later okay there's a guard up there and you don't lose anything for that you just get the player involved yeah. More. And if, if they don't miss that, they're just like, I'm passively enjoying this, I'm not thinking anything about it, and they come back later, they're like, Oh fuck, this is this is that. So either way, it seems like a win, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like an easy hmm. win. Yeah. And it can I, play into I, that twist a lot better as well. That we were talk you were talking about of of not uh knowing Joel's fate or leaving it yeah. till later on. Because that's something they touched on with the the marketing of the game, right? Is they kind of put this ruse in that that he's a character. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember the first um the very first trailer reveal that they did. Hey, what have you done, like, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it's like Ellie on the the couch, on a on a bed playing guitar, right? And then Joel walks in, right? But if you look at that trailer now, you realize that Joel's not there <laughs> technically, right? Cuz she's talking to maybe her I don't know, imagination or yeah. talking to herself. Um because that, that, that scene just doesn't work because she says, I'm going to kill them all type thing. Yep. So you, you can understand that uh, that is something that they could have played with, right? By having uh, rejig some of these events mm. and make it seem like he's still around. But then later on, you know. Maybe they did. You find out what happened. An Arkham Knight yeah. thing, right? Like I get the impression that they would have played around with that whole Arkham Knight. Are we allowed to talk about spoilers from other games or not? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so like the Joker the Joker's presence yep. in the Arkham Knight, right? Like, which I thought was a... I didn't love Arkham Knight, but I loved no. that part. Like, I loved that he yeah. was there and he was haunting him, even though you, I'm dead, motherfucker. I'm not dead. Like, mm. I'm still in your head type thing. So maybe they did play around with that. And that would make sense, right? But yeah. for me, 
they they missed a trick in like going right back to the, the beginning of what we talked about with the there was only the potential to harm making a sequel right like if you cannot make a sequel that's as good as emotionally as the first one or better than then don't make it and i think the only question that needed to be answered at the end of the last of us was does ellie know and also what is her response that's the only Mm. things that would have been of interest to explore in a sequel and all of that is relegated to backstory and cutscenes. yeah yeah so it's like they're not interested in talking about it we're not interested in talking about the big thing that that matters Mm. uh we're going to have this other conversation and you're like this could have almost have been the last of us part three (laughs) right yeah yeah Mm. um and just talking about like the backstory we we touched on a moment ago but the whole like ellie and joel fighting yeah um you think the entire time that they have had a fight and that was their last interaction with each other and it's not until later on that you you actually find out like that no, it was resolved, but it lingers on you of like, fuck, they were, they had a fight and now he's gone. Do you know what I, do you know what I wish? I wish that they had gotten the tip on Joel from when Ellie went to the Firefly Hospital. I wish they had tracked her back from that. She goes to the Firefly Hospital and works out the extra details. Oh, yeah. How good would that have been? They should have right? done that. They should have right. totally done. There's a tr- another yeah. trick missed, Joby. Yep, yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, like I think I think a lot of those flashbacks are really good. Like the the fucking acting in this game is spectacular. Yeah. The is- the uh, museum, the museum thing oh. is phenomenal. So good. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that was you could tell that that was their how do we match the giraffe moment. From the first yeah. game, uh, and they literally tipped their hat to it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, which it, and it works. It that scene totally works. And I usually hate walkie-talkie scenes, but I never have hated them in The Last of Us when it's Joel and Ellie. You know, just yeah. just bonding, shooting the shit. Because yeah, it, it's yeah. really good expert characterization. Yeah. I spent so long in there looking at every I did everything plot. Yeah, it was you? literally everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was and then and then the Yeah, I am like, ah, oh, the giraffe moment. That's pretty cute. And then yeah, no, they took it they they equaled it. Like I am like, oh yeah, good good nod. But no, the the spaceship Oh the space capsule bit. I think I think they surpassed it, to be honest. I think oh, they man. did. So like good. that space capsule bit was was so good. I'm like, what yeah. kind of birth? What kind of birthday gift can you can you give to someone? You know, in the yeah. post-apocalypse. That and it's like his gift game is intimidating. I'd hate to be friends with Joel. <laughs> I'd just say, don't get me gifts because I can. I'll just end up giving you a fucking Bunnings <laughs> gift card. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like the the flashbacks are fucking phenomenal. Again, we just come back to. I think it was cut out of order. I mean, if we if if I hate to belabor the point, but uh, that is a bold-faced lie on this podcast. Um, like, I can't get over, like, narrative arc-wise, right? Ellie descends to villainy, and Abby literally ascends uh, as, as, a, as a better person 
than her environment. And why are they not directly juxtaposed against one another? I can't get over the fucking formatting no, of this game, man. And they are, they are because in their minds because it's a game of two halves. But that's that's the yeah. problem, right? It would be like, I mean, I haven't read it. You'll be able to correct me if I'm wrong, Joby. But like Game of Thrones is structured yeah. from one chapter to chapter being one person's perspective, right? Yeah. And that wouldn't really work for a show. That's why they, when Game of Thrones was at its best as a TV show, it was moving between different perspectives and it was building this grander narrative by mm. withholding and giving information. I mean, that that is what I have distilled my problems of The Last of Us Part 2 down to, is I think the best storytelling is you're an information dealer and you know when to hold on to something and you know when yep. to give it to the audience. And I think after, like, I don't know how they've botched it. Like, th that's the thing that makes sense to me. And, like, when I was really upset about it, I was like, it's it's either, uh, it's arrogance. No, it had to be arrogance for me. It's like, it's storytelling arrogance. They felt that they could do what they did to Joel that early in the game and then win you back. But not only that, that they could win you back after having half a game with Ellie and then spending an entire other thing. And then you end up going back to Ellie for mm. a fucking weird epilogue that had to... It, it was inevitable, though. It had to be because they hadn't resolved the big question of... Like, they have to confront each other in a way where Ellie has the choice to kill Abby. It had to get to that. And so... The, I don't know. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. After, like, I got to the farm bit, right? We're just fucking leaping right into the end now. I told you we would at the start before, when we were spoiler alerting. But, before uh, we get to that, oh, okay. just quickly, sure. in the engagement where they they get to each other at the um the cinema, the movie yep. theater, yeah, I uh, you're playing as Abby mm. during that first engagement. I just stood there and let yeah, me Ellie kill me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> just to see oh, yeah. what I did that as well. I was yeah. yelling at the screen, I don't want to kill Ellie. Like, I, because yeah. I didn't want to, right? Like, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to kill Ellie. Like, it didn't matter. It, like, it, I go back to the fact that it didn't matter that I thought that Joel was the villain. He was still my fucking player character. And mm. I felt that despite, like, despite everything, Abby hadn't done enough to redeem herself. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I honest to God think if they had juxtaposed, if they'd done day one, day one, day two, day two, the fucking, the, the Job cut of The Last of Us Part 2, right? Mm -hmm. Then maybe I would have uh, Tried like, to. felt different. Yeah. Maybe I yeah. would have, like, because it would have been so starkly contrasted Contrasted? Contrasted. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> Words. Uh, fuck them. Um, yeah, like, it would have been so so obvious. Like, Ellie's descent and Abby's descent would have been so obvious that it would be difficult to ignore. And if, you know, if you hadn't seen the, the death scene until maybe even after this sequence. Like, I, like there's just... It is literally a case of I like the only issues I have with this story are how it is fucking laid out, structured, right? Structured, yeah. yeah. And like, but that's that's not a small thing. You guys like, have played the first two mafia games, right? Yeah. 
And if I'm allowed, yes, yeah. Luke. And if yeah. I'm allowed to, a long time ago, talk about other spoilers. Yeah. How you how you kill a protagonist yeah. is Mafia Two. That oh, yeah. was perfect. Yeah, yeah. You remember what happened, Luke? Yeah, you find out that the because I think the ending of Mafia One, it's like a um the stinger or something like that. Yeah. Or it might even be the end of the game. It, it is. Where, it like, is. Yes, character yeah. dies as an old man. Yeah, right. He's he's killed. And by... then you get to relive that mission in two. And yeah. like. I just that whole mission. I had this bad feeling, yeah. like I'm like this street looks familiar. They're talking about going to kill some old man. I'm like, oh please don't Vito. let it be it. But you know, by that stage, we are utterly endeared to the yep. characters, and I was like, okay, mm. cool. I'm on board with it. It's it's heartbreaking, but it's cool. Like like so, there is an example existing yep. in games of how to do it. Like they must have had. Massive fights about this in the office, you know, hope. just about, about I, would I, I would fucking hope. It just seems weird that they're trying to tell a really complex story yeah. uh, and they've delivered in such a boring, you know, you start with Ellie and then you go to Abby and then you come back to Ellie. Like, okay, cool, right? Right? Like, isn't it just, doesn't it seem a bit mm. uninspired for what they're trying to achieve? Yeah. Yeah. Christopher Nolan me. Just... Do some, do some some cutting, you know. Uh, have a play out differently. Yeah, one hundred percent. But anyway, yeah, I just wanted to mention that that no, section before yeah, we jumped into. Absolutely, it. I mean, yeah. So yeah, I did exactly the same thing. I I, I just let Ellie kill kill me because I I didn't want to I didn't want to fucking kill her multiple times. Like yeah. every time it moved to the next iteration of the boss fight, you're like, all right, I'll step on a proxy mine. <laughs> okay, I have to reset and do this again. It's actually really pissing because I off. think that removes the player choice, <laughs> right, away from. You as a making a decision, being like, "Oh, I actually need to do this." Like, otherwise, they get a failed screen. Yeah, so yeah. they remove um, agency, right? Yeah, exactly. Another weird I, thing. I have such a big problem with, but that was when, right? When I realized that I couldn't not kill Ellie or not not kill Ellie, as it were. Um, that's when I realized, or that's when I, I guess, came to terms with the fact that I was simply playing their story. I, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't making choices here. Wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah, yeah. I was just <laughs> watching it play out, which I became fine with. So when we went to the farm as Ellie, I was like, are you fucking joking, cunts? I are was so angry. Are you fucking so joking, motherfuckers? I was This is how you raging. fucking end your game? And then I spent way too long uh, on the farm, and I actually came to accept it. I like. Oh, you didn't think it was a fake out? No, I didn't. Oh, really? Because like, the, no, the I reason- did. I did at first. Oh, I thought they were going to read. And then the I just sort of like oh. it went on long enough that I'm like, well, this is it. All right, well, I, this I, is I, the end of the game. No, no, no. Like, okay, I have pro- lots of problems with their storytelling, but this was like, I'm like, I know that this is fake because we didn't get to see Ali choose it. That's the only thing that matters. If Ali had said to her girlfriend, whose name eludes me. Uh, Dina. 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 Yeah, yeah. If he, if she said to Dina, like, and it would have been effective. Like, she's just been had the shit kicked out of her by this this giant woman, you know. And uh, it's like, fuck. I, I've I've tried it on. I can't do this. We've just lost someone else. She almost killed this person that I love. Uh, no, I am making the decision. We're going to the farm, right? It doesn't even matter what Dina thought. Like whether Dina agreed or disagreed. Assumedly, she would agree. 
because she's yeah. you know pregnant she's not nuts uh, yeah. that then that would have been okay because she made the decision right but because we didn't get to see that conversation or that decision process i'm like yeah if it had ended like that if that had been the actual ending it would have been a massive fail upon a massive fail right for me oh yeah like that would have been uh, that would have been the most unforgivable thing about the game is that they not only robbed us of agency they'd robbed their main character (laughs) (laughs) well yeah i came to like i personally came to terms with it i'm like oh all right that's where it ends and then we switched to abby I'm like, I guess I get to see her ending. And what I thought was going to happen was she's going to reach the Fireflies and tell them that she knew where Ellie was or that, that Ellie was still out there and that she could mm. she could get to her. Right? You're talking about and part three, Joby, aren't you? I was, I was thinking they were going to give us a part three, like, ending. And, uh, like, I mean, absolutely, they could still go there for part three based on how it how part two does end but uh yeah that's what i thought was going to happen because i mean after that right and and ellie shows up uh has to go get her revenge i guess uh which i i i just didn't agree with anymore uh oh i I felt like she yeah i know you did but i i didn't like i i was I wasn't on board with Abby, but it seemed like she'd moved on uh, and was trying yeah. to trying to do something positive with her life. And she was, you know, helping out Lev and she seemed like, you know, she had become a, if not a good character, a good enough character. Um, mm-hmm. It was, it was like, okay, so now Ellie wants revenge and then... You go there, and I'm like, I just don't think I need revenge. You don't think... Okay, hang on. You don't think that... Like, I thought that they handled the revenge bit really well at the end of the barn sequences because Ellie can't accept... Like, she can't let it go. Because when she goes to save that little lamb and she has the flashback, flashback. so she, she is still going like, this isn't finished. I still am having massive panic attacks over what happened i ultimately i can't let it go is what i felt that they were trying to convey in that moment like so whether she chose to act on her revenge ultimately in the end when it got to it was kind of secondary at that point to the fact that she felt that she had to despite everything that she had that she yeah she was haunted man like that that's what Mm. i took from it I, i liked i liked that bit why wouldn't why wouldn't people be haunted in the post apocalypse Oh, totally. Yeah. She's been through some shit outside of that. But th- this specific thing, and it, I liked that what triggered it in that moment wasn't like blood or something. It was just this little lamb cowering, screaming, like something really normal. She didn't go into it like like feeling like, I have to be aware of some little trigger moment happening here. She's like, oh, I'm just living my life. And holy fuck, I'm back there, I'm back there, I'm back there, you know. So I thought that that was a really good way to show that she had to she had to she had to confront one way or another she had to confront mm-hmm. uh, i yeah i i guess i didn't feel it because i felt i guess you know from my perspective again going back to it abby ascended and ellie descended and uh you know as much as i didn't want to kill ellie abby won 
the fight between the two of them. Yeah. And so, yeah, I didn't want it to end that way under any circumstances. But, yeah, from a fucking, I don't know, from a... Because, I mean, it's so tricky when you have to play... When you have to inhabit both characters, right? When they're both the player character for the player, right? You will, like, barring some sort of, uh, I guess, uh, violent rejection of the concepts like you had, Nate. Like, you will make a connection to your player character inevitably. That is the... That's just how video games work, right? And um, so I I had made a connection to Abby... And I had seen that she was, you know, a decent person and she was trying to be better. And she had won the fight with fucking Ellie, uh, albeit by my hand, but nevertheless, she'd won it. So mm. that was that was the end of it to me. But that was Abby's you know? that was Abby's terms, right? That that's the thing that thing about that sequence and why it wouldn't have sat well with me if that was ultimately going to be the final confrontation between them was because that was Abby does and, does the final confrontation as it stands sit well with you? No, fuck no, because I didn't get to so, murder. So like, I didn't get to murder her. So no, <laughs> it, it no. But the so, point is that she Ellie Ellie had to choose it. It was Ellie's story, right? At the very least, they set it up at the start as Ellie's story. They didn't actually set it really up as a shared story, despite yeah. that one little moment or half hour whatever where you get to play as abby there's what 12 a good 12 hours at the start of all ellie it's ellie's story cool had they (laughs) had they intercut then it would have been like this is a shared protagonist story cool yeah now wherever they put the joel death stuff it doesn't matter like just if they'd introduced that earlier yeah Uh, and i could acknowledge by the way while i was playing I could acknowledge that certain things would have worked on me, to your point earlier, Luke. Abby absolutely has an arc and has a redemptive arc that I think would have had a really good chance on winning me over had they not presented events in the way they did. And had they not only killed Joel the way they did, but then went and spent 12 hours of me having that my hurt and um, upsetness and sheer fucking blind fury like validated by playing as Ellie and being reminded of that for yeah. half a fucking game. Yeah. Distract me from it. Take me away from it. Even if I'm yelling at her, Abby, yep. initially, even if you want to keep the death thing up from, would have had yeah. a better chance. I at least would have been able to connect to the characters around her a bit better. Cause when that, yeah. in the hospital, mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but in the hospital with that doctor chick, when Ellie goes to confront her, yeah. And they have that kind of tense thing and they, they humanize her quite well. Mm. And then she fucking disses Joel like yeah. in a disgustingly unforgivable way. I enjoyed kicking the shit out of her too because oh. <laughs> of that <laughs> fucking reason. I was, I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, like, she's not this, She's not a bad person. And then she said, I'm like... Well, no, you're right? gonna die, Claire. And, and even for me, I'm like vengeful, vengeful, vengeful. I'm like, oh, she's actually she, she's a doctor, she's pretty good. And then she says that line, and I'm like, you had me. And even I'm like, no, okay, I'm gonna look forward to butchering you as well. Because some of those other like side dudes that you kill, they're kind yeah. of like they're fine. Like I didn't get upset when they died, but again, if you'd had all of the backstory with the Abby's love interest yeah. dude yeah. before. He gets shot in a cutscene. Yeah. 
and the the pregnant chick and I'm like okay cool but she was also there and so she Actually, has to die when you when you like okay so I think they couldn't <laughs> I think they wanted to avoid you shooting a pregnant a pregnant chick. woman uh, <laughs> yeah. But, Why? But, uh, wouldn't that be a power? No, but wouldn't that be one of those uh, moments where you would pause, though? Like, uh, wouldn't that be a a powerful? Yeah, I wonder if it would be a bridge too far. Like, like uh, from a standards point of view, you know, like yeah. uh, like you can't go around shooting kids. That's just you're not allowed another... to shoot kids in games, right? And uh, yeah, you know. Uh, I think but it would, be, like they were going for an edgy be a discussion story, about that specific moment that would not be entirely constructive. <laughs> well, look, she, she okay, she can stay for cutscenes if you guys are pussies about exactly it. But... What I'm, exactly what I'm about to say. You should you should have gotten to shoot Owen at the very least because, uh, yeah, when when I think about Ellie's ultimate arc she actually doesn't like as player character she does a lot in cutscenes that you don't get to do as player which divorces you from that connection again and maybe that semi on purpose but i think mm. i think more accurately it does rob the player of the catharsis they need to maybe get over or like accept uh abby's actions even a little bit you know like they yeah. the player needs to have done that they need to have killed owen at least do you think by get some some of the revenge by, by killing owen there would have been an argument for play like if you'd done it especially there would have been an argument for players to make that uh that was the point at which revenge had been enacted because Ellie was killing the person that was most important to Abby. How do you mean? Well, Joel is yeah. most important. Oh, so that's that. Yeah, so that's so the, that's that's the like that's if you're doing that weird numbers yeah. game on yeah. where where does justice lie in a revenge story? Yeah, then that's yeah. they could have tech like sh and Abby could have said that. Yeah, you, I mean you'd have to add dialogue, which I was trying to avoid earlier, but Abby could yes. say like. And in Abby letting Ellie live after that, not just yep. you killed my friends, like you killed the oh person. That, well, yeah, you killed the person that meant the most to me would be yep. something that I imagine would go through, like penetrate uh, Ellie's rage. And she'd yep. be able to at least go, oh, fuck. That's what, yeah, like, that's same, what same Z's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there is a screen somewhere and I don't remember where it is. Like, the, I haven't played this game for a week and a half now or something like that. So yeah. things are a bit uh, cloudy. Um, but there is a scene where you are playing as Ellie and I remember it being red. And I and I don't remember if that was because she was really angry or if it was just the lighting in the scene. But you are pressing a button prompt and was the killing somebody. That was the it's like doctor. Three shoot. times you do it. That was the doctor. Yeah. I was. I was yeah. wondering if anyone didn't actually press the prompts and whether it would do anything. But I imagine from what we've discussed, oh, I with, left it for a while. I did too. Did nothing. Just stood there. Yeah. And again, it's forcing you to do things that you might yep. not want to do. I mean, I'm a sick fuck, so I wanted to do that. Also, that was the chick that dissed Joel. Yep. Uh, although, you know what? To be fair, I probably would have beat the shit out of her to get the information as Ellie. Um, mm. And then I would have left her 
to turn because because she was infected, right? Yeah. And that was yeah, cool. That like it was a cool the, reveal moment when that she realized when yeah. no, but when she realized earlier yeah, when she's, she's like she's you're in you're in the yeah. spores and it's like holy fuck you're her and you're yeah. still alive and that's yep. like this little hope moment of like there's still a chance of a cure oh wait look at this situation i'm in like i have pissed off the yep. one person in the world who i want on side yeah yeah there's a lot that could have yeah. done with that um um sh- should we talk about the ending then and then go into stuff that yep was a bit further in um yeah, so me particularly, I didn't like the ending. I um, it wasn't for me. <laughs> I thought we were because like imagine my disappointment when we end up in that fucking farm, right? And we're in this farm, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? And then um, Tommy comes along, and oh, I've heard I've heard rumors about this this lady, and then you're like, oh yeah, here we go. Uh, and then you you finally get to this moment, and <laughs> she doesn't die. I'm like, god damn it. What the fuck? Can we just um, touch on Tommy for a second? Yeah. Does anyone else feel that that last scene was so out of character for him? Yeah. That, that like, earlier he'd been set up to be this guy who was like, I don't know, Ellie, maybe we'll go and get revenge. I don't, like, we should probably let it go. And then he goes by himself, assumedly, to protect her, to be exactly. like, I'm yeah. already going to do this. And then he turns up at the end and is like, what the fuck you are you fucking doing? You promised me. Plus... Why would have a flashback with Tommy being this expert sniper? It's like, you know where she is. Go limp yeah. over there, get up in a tower, and just fucking pop her in the head. Yeah. So it just felt so jarring that that would... Like, I don't think they needed that because they could have just had the vision, right? The, mm. They still could have had the vision of the, you know, the little lamb, and that would have been fine. I guess they wanted to, to show us that Tommy was still alive, but we didn't really need see that it's probably stronger if he's dead or if we're wondering if he's dead anyway sorry that's all i wanted to say i'm just glad i'm not alone about tommy feeling off yeah um but yeah i just didn't in i didn't like the sort of overall ending i mean i was when they're in the water and they're having a fist fight that's that's a really cool uh combat sequence and i was like all right this is where we're gonna go but then it kind of just it doesn't really escalate to the point where i thought it was going to she just kind of walks away, uh, feeling like she's won. I, first of all, did not think that Ellie should be going into that fucking slave slaver branch, the Rattlers ranch. Except for gameplay reasons. Except for the gameplay in that (laughs) fucking area was fucking top. The best, best of the game. It was was absolutely the best of the game. Uh, But I did not, like, I'm I'm going in there. I'm like, uh, of course I'm going to murder all of you, you slavers, and you're clear pieces of shit. Um, Obviously, everyone's going to die. And I took my time, and I killed fucking everyone. And I found some very creative ways to do it. with the zombies. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, I used the zombies. Why you? <laughs> I used the zombies uh, numerous times. I'd set up trip mines and then I'd stand up and shoot in the fucking air so they'd run over and then I'd lie down so they'd have to run up to actually get an angle on me and they'd explode just to fucking make it happen, right? Like, I love that. I love that sequence. I thought it was extremely entertaining from a gameplay perspective. Obviously, that entire paragraph, that, that, Everything I just said makes me sound like a psychopath, but um, whatever. Uh, Hard act to follow, uh, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I got down to where um, 
Abby and Lev were being crucified. And like, well, actually, wind back a bit. Before I even went into the slaver encampment, I was thinking, why would it? Why? Why? Why would I go in here? Like, there is not a fucking. There's no scenario where I would deliberately fight my way in, through probably dozens of heavily armed automatic weapon wielding motherfuckers just to kill someone who is already being tortured. What the I, fuck is like I what would've... the fuck is the point? <laughs> of course you would. Of course you would. I'm back, like, baby. <laughs> yeah. It's back up top. Oh the psycho states. <laughs> um like I I'm I just I just sat there thinking, why am I doing this? Like I, I didn't like I, that's my problem is that I keep I I remember that I'm not you know that player and player character are not in sync that their motives are not in sync uh and then I forget again and then I'm like why the fuck am I doing this and then I'm reminded again uh yeah I, personally uh it's it's a big problem I find with Naughty Dog games the the disparity between the player characters motives and the players motives are often at odds but uh yeah hmm. by the time i got down to where abby and level being crucified and i cut them down and i and ellie walks over to the boat i thought she'd made a choice is, is that enough of a choice for you nate like to yeah yeah if, if she yeah absolutely like the whole point was that she's she, like, she had to choose it nah i gotta do this she gets out a knife, which is a dog act, right? Like, I yeah, mean, in a fisticuffs fight. Nah, come on. Obviously, she's not gonna. Yeah, she's not gonna beat this Amazon with her fucking bare hands, even though the Amazon has been crucified for days. It um, didn't work so out too understand. well the first time. Hey, it didn't work out too well the yeah, first time. Exactly, but still, it's a it's a shitty fucking move to bring a knife to a fucking fist fight. Well, she could have shot her. Come huh? on, she could have shot her. She also could have just done that. Um, or should have brought yeah, a golf no, club. If it was me, I would have brought a golf club. Ah, you would have gone all in. You were like, just wait if here. You, mate, if you're going to be poetic, be poetic. You know what? I'm not going to cut you down from the chains until I can find a fucking golf club. Um, I would have yeah, had it with me the whole the time. boat motor. And just... <laughs> Luke, <laughs> and Luke raises to the fucking top. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, like... Uh, I'm like, oh, don't fucking like. We don't have to have this fist fight. What the fuck is the point of this? And then she's drowning her, and I'm like, right, I I don't get a choice in this because I didn't. I deliberately tried to not drown Abby. I deliberately tried oh. to not do any of this. Like, I understand that you I guys mashed. were like, oh. I mashed like a motherfucker. Like, in there. how how are you okay with letting the chick? I, I was backing like, up. You to weren't the boat like, you were like, oh, I waited sensitive. a pretty long time for the fucking. <laughs> The chick of the hospital before beating her to death like but then you're like oh yeah i was bashing this i'm like fucking let's go like fucking let's on my side now motherfucker For fuck's sake <laughs> god damn it anyway i'm like yeah no i don't want to kill i don't want to kill abby like fuck it like and then i didn't get to kill her anyway so hmm. i don't know it's just it annoyed me I, it was a it was a dissatisfying ending from that point of view and then obviously we we smash cut to walking through an empty house and she's lost Dina. Yeah. And but, the kid. Uh, now you get to play the guitar famous. again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How can't. clunky yeah. were those fucking? 
<laughs> play the guitar moments. I'm like, can I yeah. not? <laughs> yeah. Although I, when you do, when you get the practice guitar, I spent quite oh, yeah. a quite a bit of time fucking about with that. And I did I've see, seen, did I've seen see some that? videos of people Fiji yeah, making 24/7. Like proper yeah. songs. It was pretty cool. Uh, See, that's cool. But like when it was just yeah. a lead into a cutscene, like yeah. play the first six notes and then I'll take care of the rest, champ. Yep. Yeah. It, it felt uh, like... And know, also the, the, the timing of it. It didn't really give you a good indication of like uh, when you should be playing the notes because you kind yeah. of just strum them and then it goes into her playing. You're like, that sounded nothing like whatever I was doing. <laughs> but like it didn't like, also sounds have... sounds similar. Long versus short, you know, okay, she'd do a full strum versus just a single note. Yeah. And sometimes you'd do a full strum and she'd just play the single note. And I'm like, I guess I was supposed to do that, but I had no way of knowing. It just felt like, you know, when uh, Connect first came out and every first party Xbox game had to have Connect integration in some way. It just felt mm. like that. They're like, it's a first party game. It's got to have the touchpad used in a way that is like, more than just as a button and i'm like it doesn't know yeah, i don't mind it it's fine i don't think it it's added it was interesting though. yeah well no. but to, to your point earlier joby i think that don't you like you're talking about ellie's descent don't you think it's a perfect kind of like exclamation mark for the fact that she's getting these constant reminders for how far am i willing to go to do this and she still keeps doing it. I still hate the full stop at the end, but the going into the slaver thing, I think, made perfect sense for me. I really enjoyed the moment where she frees the slaves, and then she's like, yeah, where the fuck is Abby? <laughs> like, yeah. like, it's like, oh, this is a moment for her to be like, oh, I'm, I'm freeing slaves. People are looking at me like I'm a hero. I could actually just roll with this. And she's like, nah, it's not what I'm here for, guys. Get out of my way. Yeah. Hmm. I, will, I will kill you if you fucking get in my way. Yeah, but that was the thing, right? It was just such a disconnect for me. She's gone through this whole journey to get here, gets on the beach, beats the shit out of her, and then just leaves. Uh, I don't know. I just didn't feel like that was weak source. Enough. It was fucking weak source, and it was it's so much like shit ending. Tune back in for the Last of Us Part Three when we properly resolve this, right? Maybe. So it wasn't the same sort of end, resonating ending as the original Joby. We're going to have to have a fight again because I touched on this and deliberately didn't go into it. When, uh, well, in an offline chat, I should clarify. When you are drowning the person who absolutely deserves to be killed, undisputably, I didn't think anyone would disagree with me, Joby. Uh, and Ellie has that flashback moment to Joel not covered in blood, not with a golf club in his head, a little happy moment. For me, I thought that was Naughty Dog telling me I was doing the right thing, that this was going to give her peace. Because in the yeah. lead up to that, all of her flashbacks to Joel in moments of violence or at home or whatever had been, Joel is bloody. And so she's, mm. if they had saved that flashback moment for when Abby had left, they would have been telling me, my interpretation, that she had peace instead they're showing me this little flashback moment of a happy joel on her porch while she's choking and i'm like okay this is her peace and then she stops but she stops because she has a happy thought about joel i just found it so confused like what are they trying to tell me here she has stopped because she's she, all she needed to do was four fifth choke abby to let it go like is that what they're saying or i don't know 
I just it did my, my head interpretation in. was that she was recalling how she felt when she found out uh, what Joel had done and confronted him with it and then resolved in her own way that she wanted to forgive Joel and and do her best to do that right what, what's the line she uses she I don't know it's a it's a good line whatever I want to yeah I do I can't forgive you but I want to work on it yeah but the problem yeah. is they they sh- once again they show that scene in its entirety after the flashback had they shown that full scene about forgiveness I would have got it but in the moment I'm like what she's having a happy vision of a smiling Joel and and then she stopped and I'm like ha <laughs> Um, oh yeah, no, uh, yeah. So, but okay. So, I do. I remember it better now. Uh, I remember our, yeah. Uh, yeah. So she's. She, I, I just. I. I figured that she was remembering the good in John. You know, that he was a he was a good person and not a killer. And that, wasn't there a shit ton of good in him? Like, uh, like if we like even by your appraisal, him, she especially from Ellie being murdered for his his evil deeds his villainous acts the the scene where he doomed the world uh you know how he you know fucked everyone for his own uh benefit how he chose his surrogate daughter because that was the only obvious choice yeah i do remember that scene joby his selfish decision to doom humanity um yeah uh but instead remembered uh, a positive moment with him and that was uh that was the moment that she decided that she, she was avenging be him an agent be- for positivity in this world as opposed to an agent of negativity which Joel ultimately was what yeah what she's avenging him because of the good stuff she's not avenging him because he's a bad person no she's avenging him and becoming more like him in the process yeah, and I mean, so she's already why... there, though, because she's killed a shitload of people, but she killed a shitload of people in the first game. Yeah, they deserved it, but she still fucking killed a lot of people. I know, she's I don't attempting know. to find her own redemption as well. Joel did. Joel did. Uh, no, no, remember the scene where Joel's out of action during the winter and you're Oh, yeah, you're in, a, you're in the bow and arrow. Do they, do they give her a, a Tomb Raider moment? It's my, it's my favorite moment in the first Tomb Raider reboot, you know, where you, you have that kill on the guy who obviously deserved to die. And even if he doesn't deserve to die, it's obviously self-defense. And she makes this big deal out of it. And it's a beautiful scene. Cut to credits where you've killed six hundred people. (laughs) So it's not like it's like everyone's on board with you earning that kill, Lara. But then now you can become a mass murderer. Now now you're gonna fucking taste it. (laughs) Yeah, like what are they trying to do here? But I don't remember. I'm assuming they did with Ellie. I think that she gets one of those moments. Uh, And again, because all those people's all of those people are vilified because they're cannibals, right? So immediately you're like, well, they're basically Nazis or zombies, so they deserve to die. They eat people. That's fucked. Uh, and they, I think they even go further than that. Is it Nolan North play? One David. Of the, is it David? I think it's David, or yeah. Dave or something? Yeah, he plays the creepy leader of them. So all those people, like, you're not in any denial about. But this this second game is all about making you question that. Right? And, and again, the ordering of fucking events. My God. Mm. Uh, do you want to know how The Last of Us Part 3 ends? Tell us. It was my prediction for the end of Last of Us Part 2, but it would have made it a much, much longer game. Uh, 
and I'm going to get a little bit, I'm reading into stuff a little bit too much here, but bear with me, gentlemen. So Joel's biggest sin in the first game is actually to Ellie, and it is robbing her of the choice right. to sacrifice or not. What she says about it in The Last of Us Part 2, that she would have chosen to do that, right? Like, that's the implication. She hates him because... Oh, the line she says about, then my life would have meant something? Yeah. Mm. I fucking hate that Joel didn't have anything to say back to that. Like, mm. is he agreeing with her that her life has no meaning? Like, by omission? Mm. I'm like, holy fuck, that's... What's he supposed Anyways. to say? Your life does have meaning. You're you're my surrogate daughter, and I selfishly kept you alive at the expense of the entire human oh, Joby... Oh, my God. I'm like, I'm... <laughs> I'm someone who has, you know, pretty big conceptual problems with the concept of love, but like, I get that he loves her and that is why he does what he does and why a lot of people do what they do, right? We're emotional beings. So he robbed her of that choice. In The Last of Us Part 2, we learn also, I mean, it's already implied, but we learn that the doctor, Abby's dad, also robs Ellie of that choice because he doesn't give her the option and say, hey... We wanted, even if his plan was like, guys, hang out in the back with clubs. I'm going to give her the option, but if she says no, you know, <laughs> like even if he even if he has no intention of letting her go, yeah. he doesn't give her the option, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. bad. So he's removed her choice. So the third game, if the fireflies are reforming, ends with Ellie getting to make the choice between whether she will sacrifice herself and whether she won't, and I'll take it one step further and say that she won't choose to do it. She won't! No, she's going to get the full Joel arc, but not in a mustache-twirling villain kind of way. The whole game of the third one will be about earning Ellie's right to live, right? Because they've set her up now that she's lost everyone. So the third game will be about her connecting, whether it's with Abby or whatever. She's going to connect, 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 connect with people. And then she's going to get to the end of the game driving towards the decision of, I'm going to sacrifice myself and realize, actually, I I want to live. And it's, is is it okay if I want to live type thing? So there you go. Sorry, spoiled The Last of Us. And then they come out of the back room with clubs. And... (laughs) (laughs) And Nate's sitting there like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they're listening <laughs> yeah mm. um i uh i i think that's that'd be a pretty good one i actually thought that we were gonna see abby try to convince ellie come like to come to the the fireflies and do the right thing or something was it pretty we powerful you think there's gonna be a fucking team up moment with like like the alien versus predator where they're running down the street and holding hands. I think they could earn that for part three, right? Like if part two is the groundwork of getting you on board with these dual protagonists, uh, and they meet up again, having let each other go technically, like, so it's oh, a stalemate. No, do, no, do we, do we start it up again or do we like an uneasy truce type thing? You know, when you put Loki with Thor, that sort of thing, like that's very dramatically rich. Mm. So they should absolutely force them to work together i think if if i mean they've spent all this time building up abby you might as well right and i probably will have forgiven her by the end of the ps5 generation when the last of us part three <laughs> not only has naughty dog spent a line building up uh, spent a lot of time building up abby but abby spent a lot of time building up abby she has some fucking guns on her yeah she i was weirded well. out by that were you guys weirded out by that i was surprised at first mm. uh but it seemed like like my 
the reason I was surprised is because uh, I, I think in uh, post-apocalyptic scenarios, uh, everyone in The Last of Us looks way too well-fed in general, in my opinion. Except for um, Ellie, right? And, she looks quite yeah, she, yeah. appropriate. Bu- building muscle is uh, requires, you know, mass to convert to... She's doing the creatine shits. Right? Like, she must be at some, some level. She is jacked. Uh, I was yeah, about it by the end, jacked. though, right? Like, I, oh, I yeah. thought it was oh, the it looks weirdest. So, yeah, it's so effective at the end, yeah. I thought it was the yeah. weirdest. When you see her. Like, it's almost a plot point because yeah. they use it to identify her. There's, you know, uh, what is it? A girl with big arms or something like that. And, and you immediately know because she's the only. We meet yeah. many, many women in this, and she's the only one that you'd be like, the girl with big arms. You'd be yeah. like, sorry, who? You'd be like, oh, yeah. Or like built like an ox or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they say. And and it also works for the flashbacks because mm. I was like, why is she talking about how much she can bench? Like this is such a weird line where she doesn't have those arms, and then it's it, it really works with her character in terms of her being this like a Terminator, right? Like she's just yeah. this killing mm. machine. Driven. And yep. then for the fight between the first fight between her and Ellie, you like don't let it become a fist fight, Ellie, because you lose yeah. immediately. Like not only is she built like a brick shit house, she's combat trained, so you're yep. fucking dead. So you want to shoot her. Mm-hmm. And the, the little knife at the end, I know that Abby was weak, but I'm like, this is still a pretty fair fight <laughs> from my <laughs> view. Like with an, a wounded wounded Ellie with a knife versus, yeah, she's fucking diminished in mass. Those gains, man, she would have been most pissed about that, I reckon. That yeah, boat ride would have been all yep. of like all about talking about her gains. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll back. It's going to get those gains. <laughs> I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Probably. I mean, she's not going to bleed to death, right? After having been slashed and stabbed several times and then kept in water, she'll be fine. Everyone in this yeah. game is fine. <laughs> like they kind of rob the meaning of death a little bit by the end. You know, when Tommy's alive, there's only one way to die, and it's to have a golf club lodged. Golf club to the, the head. The speech center of oh, your brain. No headshot, no dead. Didn't Jesse die? Huh? Oh, he got fucking. Oh jacked. yeah, Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. So the dude, right? The dude who runs through the door and I felt him. he was cool. I really I like liked him. Yeah. And when I when the setup, I'm like, oh wow, they're gonna do like a buddy thing with this guy. He's cool. I'd never really liked Dina. No, I, th- I thought she was fucking full of herself. Yeah, and then hey, it's like I don't like you know three white dudes on a podcast. Maybe maybe this isn't a discussion that we should necessarily be having. <laughs> but do chicks get fucking knocked up a lot in this world or what? Like. I just having loads dumped in them, like nonstop or what? Like fucking. Oh, because there's the new pregnant women. And- <laughs> is that what you're it's, talking about? It is a repeated plot point. Like, and like, oh, my wife was watching next to me. Mawav, uh, Mawav, and uh, yeah, the the like when so the first chick is revealed to be pregnant. Uh, Owen's lover. Damn. I can't remember her name. Not oh. Dina. Dina's the second one to reveal that she's Sorry, pregnant. Yeah. But, oh, obvious uh, downgrade Emily? from Abby, by the Is way. It Emily? No. Uh, whatever. Uh, Emma or Emily or something like that. Um, yeah. So, and then, so my wife was watching all of this, and then the second one happened, and uh, she's like, wait, another chick's pregnant? <laughs> I'm like, it's the new, it's the new, oh, my period. 
Because <laughs> just see, like, if a chick is not feeling well, oh, she's fucking pregnant. Well, that's what's happening. She's pregnant. But, uh, but also, like, that's... Why weren't people terrified of people being pregnant? Or why what wasn't there a line about the importance of world. repopulating the world or something? But like, right? why like, is why is pregnancy not like a holy fuck? That's kind of like a death sentence, unless we can get you back doing? to somewhere yeah. safe, right? Like, we want to keep you locked the fuck up in a compound. If you're in the wolf compound in the apartments, you're feeling safe. You know, you're not yep. fucking trekking out, and right? like, you're, or you're in Jackson. This chick who's like five to six months along. It's like, yeah, better go out into the fucking, I don't know, the fucking scar zone where people have fucking set up traps and fucking blow up our trucks all the time. Let's, let's go go for a merry old jaunt out into fucking Dangerville. We will. Like, what the fuck are you doing, lady? Stay at home, you fucking lunatic. Like, I guess, I guess at least Abby wasn't pregnant at the end, right? Because she banged Owen. That's true. She could have been, she could have been hanging there. Like... Anorexic and pregnant. Oh, no. You'd be like, cool. like, do you really want to kill a pregnant lady? Mm. Luke's like, yes. <laughs> oh no, I was just looking at the. Uh, I think Emily was the um, the leader of the scars. Oh, okay, right, yeah. Uh, oh, she's dead, uh, right? The the yeah. tree lady, like she's backstory dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, That's the vibe she, that I got, and I thought, yeah. It was it was odd that she was relegated to backstory dead, and the leader of the wolves was in who seen. Yeah, and he seemed like like really like he could have been interesting, but outside of that, he he was pretty just one dimensional because he just likes torture people. Mm. <laughs> He's all about loyalty and torture, and that's it. There you go, two dimensions. I guess he can have two dimensions. <laughs> so yeah. Cause- so, there's, sorry, there's a scene where um where you first meet uh, Lev, um and they come out of the uh, they clip her wings. That's that's the scene oh, where she dies. Fuck. Oh, you're talking uh, about the new leader of the scars. Oh well, that's the lady. Wait, or is that is that no, is that the, the true lady? Yara, Yara's Lev's sister. Yeah, yeah. No, no, there's a, but isn't the lady that's there that cl- no, says, like, clip no, wings? No, that's a different person. That's a completely different person. S- see, the scars Emily, are so fucking underdeveloped. That's not she. Emily. She might be the new leader, but remember there's all of the shrines and stuff yeah. to a woman with paintings? in the scars? That's and not the, who you kill. The My understanding the is that's not who you kill. doesn't look like a fucking battle axe, which is what the lady who tells them to clip fucking Yara's wings looks like. She looks but then like, there's also the, the text like, about her dying. I got an Arnie who looks like this chick and I'm like, fuck. Just a stone cold bitch. You know, like, good lord. What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? She's hyper-religious as well. Just a, it's a weird trend. She's a um, car in the making is what you're saying. <laughs> that's basically what I'm driving at. Um... <laughs> So I gotta ask because uh, we spent two hours uh, shitting on this fucking game. Uh, did we all like it? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, yeah, not not ten. I wouldn't ten it. No. But uh, yeah, but I think we, we talked about this game. yesterday or last week as well. That yeah, I, I think I would have somewhere in a nine nine range. I'm not too sure where, but yeah, I'd go. For, yeah. 8 to 8.5. Um, 
I, I I thought it was fantastic. Like, obviously, having spent two hours, but this this is just because this is all the stuff we haven't been allowed to fucking talk yeah. about, right? Like, this is criticism. This is how criticism works. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I think you know I've written thirty five hundred words about it. It's all on the geopodcast.com. You can go read. Like, I think it is a largely positive review. Um, but yeah, I, I do think. That it had some like major structural problems. I honest to God think it would be such a I, I just I honestly hope we get to see a cut of this game where they do it correctly. Has that ever happened? Like I ever? I don't think so. I've never wanted it before. But then again, I've never wanted a game to end as much uh as this uh, the last game was Alien Isolation. The last game where I was just like, I'd stopped being connected. I knew what the game was doing. Uh, I didn't... I was like, I was done with this five hours ago. That was isolation with it. I was like, I was done 12 hours ago. I mean, the gameplay, was, again, the gameplay was still great. It's just, that's not why I play a Naughty Dog game. For the gameplay, to be completely frank. Yeah. Like, they're sh- like, <laughs> Joby lost pain. The shooting is sub-fucking-par. Oh, yeah. And the stealth is not best in class either, although this game had much improved stealth and I really enjoyed improved. The, yep. really enjoyed the stealth elements. I really enjoyed the idea that you could relocate and like the kiting of the uh, infected and the leading of the infected to the living. Demons. Yeah. Yep. I really enjoyed how they really they, they they built it out. Like they made it much deeper and wider the gameplay. Uh, and I think I was saying this to Joby the other day, there would be combat sections where like little you know the little hubs that they have we like this is a combat space because there are enemies Mm. and i can approach it how i want but i would often stealth and bait and kill people in say the first fifth or even up to quarter of a section and then i'd go through looting and i'd be like holy shit it would have been awesome to have a shootout in here i can see that they've there's a choke point the only way that they come in i could have put a mine there so it would be really rewarding for people replaying in terms of the gameplay or just replaying those sections, but also anyone who does a proper scout first before they do it and wants to pick their battleground. I think, yeah. I think that it lends itself to that. So there's a whole other level that I didn't really delve into. I don't intend on playing it again. It's too fucking long. But mm. my God, I would love them to release... Like If enough people criticize what we have in terms of the the structure not landing i would love for them to just release a freeform option to pick your chapters and your cutscenes. like forget yeah. about their version let us make our version out of what they've got mm. and to reorder it i don't think that's ever been done before um but i think some really interesting stuff would come out of that i mean i can't i, I wish i could men in black myself re, like re-edit it men in black myself you know with the i'm blind uh yeah. sorry memories wiped and then go back to the start and see because all i have yeah. is theories right i have theories that there would have been things that would have been more emotionally impactful and would have resounded and landed in a better way but i i can't know i can't ever know i'm glad that i'm actually kind of glad that we waited an extra week to talk about it because last week i was star was last jedi angry about it last week like and Mm. being able to calm down and think about it more uh i think it's helped in this instance but i still think it's like i still think it's a great game like if you're a last of us fan you have to play it you gotta it's a must play so i would hate to have reviewed it um and scored it 
I would have tried to probably cheap out and say, can I give it a gameplay score and a story score, please? <laughs> and a sound score. <laughs> Graphics, gameplay, sound. Well, like, I mean, <laughs> graphics and sound would be all, like, top-notch. Gameplay, Sounds. I think, is really, really great. Like, I really enjoyed the gameplay. Uh, I mean, it's got its problems here and there, but on the whole, I was like, this is fucking awesome. That was not impacting my engagement at all. The gameplay was a big part of why I kept going. But the story and the... Yeah. Oof. And again, not... not What well, they've got there, just how they've structured it. I just, I just thought right. it was a big, such a risk. Like it's, it's Naughty Dog saying in its current structure, we believe that we can butcher Joel, and by the time the credits roll, you will not only have forgiven Abby, you'll be on side with her, and maybe you'll be torn about who you like more, or maybe you'll even like Abby more than Ellie. It seems to be what they were gunning for. Yeah, but yeah. I don't. Yeah, and that is that is the arrogance you were talking about. That is that is pure arrogance uh, to think that you could carry that off uh, the way that they did it. It's a hell of a risk. Um, like it's, it's yeah. just a hell of a risk. I would yeah. love to hear that there was interference. Like that would make the most sense to me. But yeah. would there be like is Naughty Dog like Rockstar level untouchable when it comes to that sort of thing and? You know, like they're the Christopher, kind of like that Christopher Nolan tier of storytelling that's so rare these days where I don't think you really ever hear about uh, studio interference with a Christopher Nolan film, although now while I'm saying it, I just think that The Dark Knight Rises reeks of it. <laughs> because it's I just... I don't think there was studio interference, but they've openly talked about there being fights in like the studio amongst each other about things in the game. And I wonder if that is to do with the direction of where like, the story... I hope that comes unfolds. out, though, it right? It definitely seems like it had, uh, if not a troubled de like development cycle in the sense that we're talking about, it definitely seems like it had a troubled development cycle. Like, yeah, there's no way to know for certain that it was regarding things we're talking about or the structure of the narrative or anything. But, hmm. uh, like, there were... There were definitely disgruntled Naughty Dog employees or ex-Naughty Dog employees hoping for this game to fail and stuff. So, like, yeah, there's, there's definitely some internal conflict there. Um, so, yeah, I don't think there was a unanimous drive for this game. So I do think that there is a chance that there was some sort of final word given uh, that you know laid down how this game should play out, and yeah, I, I whatever that final word was. I mean, if it's what we got in the end, then it was incorrect. I think, in my opinion, and but, that's the uh, thing yeah. I disagree with about the tens. Like ultimately, yeah. uh, not not the specifics of their reviews or whatever. And I still stand by what I said earlier. And I know I'm probably going to sound like I'm contradicting myself. Like I stand by that if you were emotionally connected to the extent that you were with the original game, I can say, I can understand why you would give it a 10. But the yeah. problem of there being so many 10s before the game comes out means that they can immediately go see we were right. Yeah. And then it, it requires enough players to have had similar experiences or struggling with structure or whatever it is for that to become 
feedback that they would want to pay attention to, right? Because otherwise, again, they just get to go, yeah, but we got 50 10. So fuck mm. you. It, it didn't get Mass Effect 3. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Yep. I mean, because there was a lot of people that didn't want a sequel to this, like tons. Yeah. Um, and I wonder how... I've definitely read reviews where people were like, uh, I didn't think this needed a sequel, but I've changed my mind now. But I wonder how the general... Yeah, the general public likes to, you know, shit on a fucking game that's done well just for the funsies. Be like, oh, this yeah. is one of the worst games I've ever played. And you're like, it's okay, all poppy sure. stuff. Yeah. whatever you think. Yeah, um, and then there was the leak stuff, right? Where people were like, because uh, I went and looked at the leaks after I'd finished. and They were right, I think. One, There was definitely one version of them that were bang on. Although interpreted incorrectly, I think. Yeah, that uh, was the other. That was the interesting thing, wasn't it? And people were going, "Oh, this, this game is going to be shit because of the leaks." And I'm like, first yeah. of all, why would you ever think that? Like, yeah, how could a bit of knowledge so destroy the game before you even played it? Yeah, and that's. Well, I was just going to say, yeah, I sent I sent you guys a link to that reset era thread uh, yesterday or the day before. Oh my God. The game isn't out yet, and it was 170 pages long. This thread. <laughs> The spoiler thread, it was people talking about other people's impressions of the spoilers that have been released. And it was just insane. Like the stuff that people were talking about in that whole uh, yeah. the whole section. It's, it's nuts. It's, it's stupid. But like a lot of those, uh, some of those people were saying, oh, I've pre-order cancelled. Okay, you love it. My favorite burn about those people in general of late that I read, and I'm sure it's an old one, is uh, this is not a departure. Like, this is not an airport lounge. You don't have to announce your departure type thing. <laughs> like, just fuck off. Like, if you don't like it, cancel no your pre-order. Cares. The world doesn't need to know about it. Yeah, like, and yeah. if your buddy canceled it as well for the same reason, have a talk to them. Bro down over it. But, like, fucking don't get on a thread and talk. Nobody gives a fucking shit that you did. And it's going to make... A shitload of money regardless because it's a first party sony title like look at days gone which i understand has had some of its rougher edges patched i can't see how that would elevate it to the same sort of space where it should be revered like um last of us or horizon zero dawn or you know because sony has a pedigree for releasing really great first party titles and i think days gone was kind of a f- one of the first recent ones that I can think of, throw in if you've got another one, Detroit. that that was kind of more like it felt more B plus tier, like in terms of yeah. uh, how it was held together. I guess I think B plus games are fine. There's nothing that, wrong. There's with not that. A, no. There's nothing wrong with that. But Sony's always seemed to be pushing for the A plus. You know, in terms yeah. of its presentation and storytelling and its talent and its like everything is like we want to be the HBO. Of games, yeah. right? Yeah. And I felt like Days Gone would have been fine if it hadn't been the... This is the first party Sony title. If it was a third party title, I think it would have been like yeah. better for it in a way because it would not have had to deal with that expectation. And that game yeah, had yeah, problems beyond what you could patch out. Yeah. Um, and certain people on Facebook fucking talking about how it's genius used to be in the industry. What the fuck, Joby? What the fuck are these people doing? Why? Why have you said that, Job? <laughs> Tell us. What? He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know who you're talking about. But, yeah, don't. But, but you made it sound like it was Joby's Joby. still in the industry? I didn't know. Well, I thought it was clear because Joby's still in the industry. Joby's but- like, I'm out of a job. Don't, don't, 
Don't do me like this. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it just um, weirds me out. Like, that game had objective problems, which is fine. Sure. Like, I finished it, but I would have given it 6 out of 10. Yeah. Like, it, it had a good five. gameplay loop and fun, and but they saved they saved the best part of the game until right towards the end, and then they made all of those bits optional. Did you? Because you guys didn't finish it, right? I you never know the, that far. No. Remember the, the videos that they showed originally, and you're like, holy fuck, there's zombies swarming everywhere. That happens in limited ways. It happens in massive ways right towards the end. Right. And then mm. you go, it becomes an optional side quest to go and find them all and destroy all of these giant hordes, which technically you could have encountered uh, during the game. Some of them unlock later, but other ones are just there roaming. And you just avoid them because yeah. you don't have all of the unlocks and the weapons and the ammo and everything you need to even be able to effectively kill them all. And they're actually the fun parts of the game are planning like i was hinting at with the like last of us 2 if you play in a planning approach you're yeah. going to have fun so if you you can see them and you're like okay this is where i'm going to build up my kill box this is where i'm going to destroy a hundred of them with this and this and this and it's super satisfying the way that plays out and when it's not tanking the frame rate like it was at launch it's intense and it's like why didn't they put more of this in the goddamn game fucking weird yeah, yeah. um all right, is there anything else we want to touch on in terms of the story at all? Or uh, I, I really like the dogs. I like those dogs. I think they did a good job with the dogs. Uh, yeah, no, no, that's about it. I liked them. I liked throwing the little squid for the dog. I must have done oh, yeah. for way longer than I I accidentally did. threw the ball over the fence. What a uh, cunt. Why? And, but then I went out and Back tried to, to get it. Back to the top of the psycho leaderboards. <laughs> <laughs> well, Absolutely. the original yeah, Last of Us, remember the giraffe moment? Yeah. Uh, Grizz was talking about it in awe. Um, like, it's such a beautiful scene. And he's like, it, it must have even melted the most the cold hearted bastard because nobody that I know took a shot at them. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> You can't do anything. It was purely for experimentation. I didn't actually want to see the giraffe die. I was just like, I was like, I bet they, I can't hurt them and you can't. So I was more like just being, feeling like I needed to pat myself on the back for being smart. Hmm. <laughs> um, but it would have been better if I could, because then I would have felt really bad. Oh, yeah. We, we, we talked about a lot of the uh, gameplay um, criticisms that we had. Mm. on the podcast two weeks ago nate did you um did you play with that like any accessibility options switched on or anything like that no like, i have a look at any of those i only played on normal it was only afterwards that joby was talking about some of the stuff he turned on i think you mentioned it as well the uh yeah yeah i did i didn't do that and it actually meant that i favored stealth a lot more because i don't back myself to aim and in survival games and this one inexplicably you know how you got like an assault rifle or, or a pistol and you've got two rounds in reserve or six and i'm like why have they got a giant backpack it just feels weird mm. um <clears throat> it feels weird that they've decided to arbitrarily tap me out at less than a full magazine's recall so I was yeah. like i don't want to get into fights because i've got too much ammo but then because i was a scavenger fiend i would get ammo for everything i'd be like oh i've got all the ammo i might as well just shoot Most everyone reason. and then kind of flip between the two uh, hmm. i didn't so i didn't end up enabling any of it but i can't aim for pit man 
Like anytime I feel I pull off a headshot on a console, I feel like a god. <laughs> well, I usually yeah. just aim center mass though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What I uh, did I, want to say I did a lot of bow and arrow because that had a good like not a lot of weapon sway and it yeah. showed you the where the bullet was gonna land and very stealthy. I like the bow and arrow quite. Bow was cool. The crossbow was great. Yeah. Um I guess the only thing like the main point that I wanted to make about the gameplay that I the main issue that I had was that they introduced cool things that didn't come back. That section where they had the tripwires hidden in the grass. Imagine if sections later on, because there's patrol paths, so it would make sense that they had fixed patrol paths, you know, game logic where they're like, they just keep walking the same way. Because if there's fucking minefields off to the side and you're trying to flank around and you, because those my, uh, tripwires are hard to see and you end up going through that, like it would, mm. it made me super paranoid moving through that section just because I was trying to loot everything. I'm like, oh, and I'd run up real close and stop and go, holy fuck, there's, there's wires there. Uh, that mm. plus like the proxy miney thing that is only used in the fight where you're Abby against Ellie. You know how there's that last section where she dropped the mines. Ellie drops the mine behind her. Yeah, yeah. So you can't sneak up on her. You remember that, Luke? Yeah, she uses her own tools against you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but she found that first mine on a workbench, which means that the wolves or the scars, one of them knew how to make them so why weren't they using that like when you botch a stealth thing and you relocate why weren't they like a batman arkham you know predator section why weren't they going okay we're putting mines down we're taking out that vantage point like i thought there was an opportunity for them to build on that and then the last thing which i touched on earlier was that final fight was fucking sick but why hadn't they individually introduced those elements earlier like people wearing helmets Mm. the zombies that are kind of tied up that you can release onto them i guess they maybe Mm. wanted to keep it for the slavers being super fucked up or whatever but there was gameplay elements that only happened right at the end for what a 20 minute 30 minute section that would have been i mean it does a lot right the 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 very first hub area you get into it's like buildings and places you can go and explore i cleared out like i think i cleared out most of them or at least everything I got everything, absolutely everything. Like I did yeah, laps and too. stuff yeah. to make sure because yeah. they called out points of interest when you went past them. So yeah, and it's cool though because you go find you go to like the bank and then you find a note that says there's a there's a wolf den um, or a wolf hideout. Not a den. People think I'm talking about actual wolves. But there's like yeah, a hideout yeah. somewhere else, and she marks it on the map and writes it down. And then like I like that area. Um, and I you know I'm okay with them using that once and then being like cool. Now we're gonna do something different. Um, for the next. 25 hours but, but but even then um i don't know it might have just been a bit weird if they just kept doing that same thing over and over again have you been like here's another hub here's another hub maybe if they did it one more time that would have been okay well it would have helped um, to break up the linear stuff though right because it just went super linear yeah. after that and then it did I, have I mean, hubs but they were way smaller like tiny combat they're definitely hubs. a lot smaller but it's not it's not entirely linear there's still still definitely places to explore and um, like I would finish a combat fight and spend a bunch of time just walking around looking. Like I remember one fight ended up in like a basement somewhere and they were like infected and I had to crawl my way back out through. Um, and it felt like I, I was going for quite a while and then I ended up back up top again. I was like, okay, cool. This is like just where I was. was. I would have completely missed all this if I didn't actually look in this basement. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of hidden sort of areas around the place that you can miss if you don't if you don't explore. I think if somebody was to play that game normally as like an action game, they could get through it, um, you know, knock out maybe 10 hours off of that 
playtime, just yeah. from not exploring, just like mainlining it. Yeah, definitely. I, I did all the side I think stuff Grizz, too. Grizz has put up a playthrough. I, I haven't seen it because I think it couldn't go up until midnight and obviously I've been busy since I got up. But uh, like, I think he put up a, a playthrough where he blind playthrough, like, so his first playthrough was on Survivor difficulty. Yeah, he's and, putting up in parts. He's up to part right. 10 at the moment, I think. So I think he's he on Twitter he said it was sixteen parts and it took him twenty hours to finish. I on think Survivor. because he was playing on Survivor, he was like looting a lot less. I think you you're disincentivized to explore because you need to move on and get through to the next part and you know not right. fucking die. Wouldn't so you be more incentivized to explore because there's just to, fucking to get every no... little bit? Of... That's what it weirds me out. Like that guy's freakishly um, good at game. That, I think he. I just don't too. think he dies much at all. Like that's yeah. what it must be. He doesn't have to replay because he just goes. Oh yeah. If you watched his review, uh, he has little gameplay sections of him shooting, and if you didn't know him, you would swear that he was using one of those adapters that lets him plug in a keyboard and mouse because yeah. the headshot accuracy is freakish and if i was playing on pc that's exactly what i'd be doing as well like i'd just be going for headshots yeah. right yeah. and we'd all be able to do it but because i can't aim properly mm. um I, it it feels intense in a way that is just more because i'm not very good with the controller rather than you know the, yeah it being difficult to shoot or whatever but that's what i was saying to job is that there's a lot of um difficulty sliders and accessibility options and not even just like sensitivity options like how 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 much strength you want the auto aim to work on um you know what types of the body parts do you sort of want it to aim at like you can toggle all that stuff i don't think there's anything wrong with anyone using that those settings at all no um, there's a lot of talk in the past about um accessible games like dark souls and things like that and i think the last of us part two sets like a benchmark for difficulty and accessibility for people that uh want to have different experiences not everybody wants to play a certain way and that's fine um you know there's there's things on here where it'll just tell you hints to the puzzle which way to go like directional yeah. arrows um stealth indicators when you've been seen uh, a lot of that stuff is off by default but if i want to uh you know say to my wife hey you should play this but she doesn't play a lot of console games first off uh, and doesn't play a lot of those types of games. Like she plays on PC mostly. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of that stuff might be helpful for her, for her. Yeah. So, you know, it just allows more people to play these types of things and 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 allow them to experience it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's awesome. Like just giving people options, right? As long as it's yeah. optional, in that it's not forced on you uh, to impact difficulty, like make it easier or whatever. Like if you give people control over all that stuff then it's fine. And if, yeah, I can completely understand. I should have put auto-aim on because I struggle with aiming and I'd be more will I'd be more likely to reload a save if I missed too many shots, which mm. probably isn't the way to do it. I was definitely doing a bit of save scumming. And there were times when it let me save scum and there were other times when it would just be like, no, I know you saved it then, but I'm taking you back to the beginning of the fight. So I became less reliant on that. And towards the end, I was more willing to roll with the punches, which I think is probably what they wanted. Like, oh, I've exhausted this weapon's ammo. I'll have to stick to this one for a while or that removes my stealthy options and i can only stab them i can't use my silence pistol because i'm out of ammo you know that sort of thing yeah right 
that's more what I think that would have been a better way to do it rather than me trying to game it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, I remember there being assists for just like difficult things like uh, enemies won't flank you. Like you could switch that yeah. off. <laughs> like, wow. It's okay. just, uh, yeah, like you can have well, your difficulty, won't notice you like five difficulty prone. settings, but then you can go in and tweak them yeah. even further to like switch on certain things and See, switch that's certain cool. things off. Yeah. Like, you don't want people to hit a frustration barrier where they quit at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another one was like, um, uh, uh, they won't, if you take them like hostage, you can like grab them and use them as, as uh, like a shield. Um, one of the options was like, they won't be able to escape. So you could just talk uh, okay. about you... Did you yeah, shoot um... any of those people? Oh my God. I only did Holy it right at the end. I'm like, shit. I wonder if this worked. If I don't aim and I hit, and it was just, I'm like, oh shit, it works. Which I guess with a suppressed pistol would have been a, a healthy approach, but then you just stab them, would you? You wouldn't waste the, not only wouldn't waste the bullet, but you wouldn't waste the damage done to the suppressor. Yeah, I always did it without a suppressor because I didn't want to waste the. I did it a lot. Yeah, grabbing them was like, was, that was cool. When shit got real and you relocated on stealth and people were coming through, it was a cool way to be like, I can get two kills here effectively. But it also, because yeah, they were wriggling, you had to yeah. kind of want to get that first shot early. Otherwise, you risked yeah. losing them and having two people facing you. But my favorite, yeah. <clears throat> I told Joby about this, my favorite moment in the game was when I was, I'd gone loud and I was being stalked by two people and uh, my melee weapon had broken so i ended up doing the you know the stab thing which takes a while and i knew this other one was coming up behind me and i'm like fuck i don't have much time to finish this i stabbed mm. the person to ex like to finish them and they dropped their axe and i don't know because it happened again later i don't know if it was automated but i felt like i hit the pickup button with the intention of please grab the axe before it falls and she did and then mm. i did like a reverse flick uh attack and she spun around and just immediately axed the person in the head. And I was like, that's some fucking John Wick shit. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. beautifully animated. The way that they have done little animation uh, <clears throat> cheats to make it still feel responsive in terms of you can still flick shot. But it looked perfectly like she's moving in sync with what you're doing. And when you go and fight people in the way, like the physics, I know Joby got the physics to fail. But I was like killing people and they die up against a wall in a way that looked believable. Not the usual thing where they're like, that looks broken or their, their physics is freaking out. Like they'd be smacked up against the wall, but it would just be like a little bit of their head, you know, leaning up against mm. the wall type thing. I'm like, that's, that's how it would look, yeah. right? That's, wow. I was super, the presentation is what best yeah. in class it's amazing yeah yeah um the only thing i think it needed in terms of its stealth that i was kind of uh thought it should have was being able to move bodies 100 people yeah. can find bodies but you can't really do anything with them. um it's not you like can you can hide put them mines anywhere. on the <laughs> okay yeah i guess you could do that is, is, is that it like does it say put a trap or is it just no you just put it you just put it next to them so you can use them as bait which is cool but it, you're right it doesn't give you the option i think it would have also been a better delineation between ellie and abby right like those gains she could much easier move bodies and ellie yeah. would have to struggle and drag like that kind of stuff would be cool because they were already going for that difference in terms of the tweaks to their arsenal physicality yeah yeah things like that yeah oh it didn't, it didn't help abby's plight that she had just objectively a worse weapon set than, than Ellie. Except for the crossbow. 
Holy fuck. Uh, the, uh, you didn't like the crossbow? Worse than the bow arrow. No, I like really? the bow and arrow more, man. Yeah. Right. Because uh, yeah, you can fire it faster. Like, and, uh, Ellie had the explosive bolts, right? Yeah. Holy like, fuck. Every Saturday. time I'd pull on those, I was Sh- like, oh, some motherfucker's getting Rambo 2'd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every Absolutely. time I'm like, yes, I'm full. I don't care if I want to be stealthy. <laughs> the amount of People times where, where I would like shoot someone and I'd be like, oh, f-, like they just lost an arm or a leg yeah. or something. Like yeah. it never got old. I was just, the, the amount of. <laughs> the mines, gore. especially, just oh, ripped yeah. their legs off and you mm-hmm. just like, fuck. And again, that's why I couldn't watch the dogs going over mines. Mm. So they were definitely onto some stuff with the yeah. the dogs in particular. And I just, yeah, anyway, th- that was probably the main thing that got me thinking about the structure was the goddamn yeah. dogs. That was your easiest win. People don't like, you know, killing dogs, pregnant people, children. <laughs> so the, these are the things you kind of want to, like, because effectively Naughty Dog is manipulating us, right? Emotionally... Yeah manipulating us as all storytellers are into feeling certain things connecting with certain things distancing ourselves from certain things seemed like an easy win maybe yeah. actually maybe you know what maybe it was uh play testers that ruined it let's let's give them a part Ooh. maybe it was that structure was originally in place and play testers go i don't want to like the dogs and, and people were just like putting their uh-huh. controllers down like nope <laughs> i'm not doing that and just, yeah maybe. <laughs> maybe which would suck because that would suck yeah Anyways, do the do release the edit, Naughty Dog. Please let us yeah. let us structure our own stories, and we can all compare about how we're better storytellers than you. <laughs> Good luck with that, mate. <laughs> <Yikers. laughs> <Yikers. laughs> I look forward to him writing your first movie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he'll be kind. <clears throat> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Anything else that we want to touch on, gameplay wise, so. or no? No. No, I, I think if people want to listen more about us talking in relation to gameplay elements, um, Job and I talked about an hour and 10 minutes, yep. a lot of gameplay related stuff. Yeah. Um, things we liked, like the puzzles and the breaking of the glass and things like that. Yeah. So you can go back to episode, I think it was 520. 520, yeah. Two, I was going to say 520. Um, it's in the title. It's called the, uh, the Redacted of Us 2, if you nice. want to go check that out gold um but otherwise uh, yeah i i think it's it's definitely gonna be my top five at the end of this year considering there is not really um i don't know there's not Fucking like get, cyberpunk got delayed three more months so. and yeah there's not even gonna be cyberpunk so uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I, we we talked about this i do think it's the the best looking game this generation um yep. and it's probably gonna stay that way by the looks mm. of it yeah um Hundred percent. So yeah, if you haven't played it and you've got a, a, or if you're not, you're thinking about maybe playing it, definitely think it's worth checking out. If you're still listening after this and you're like, all right, cool, I might check this out. I wasn't really sure, but whatever. We we definitely um, talking negatively about certain aspects, but we we all we all enjoyed the game, yeah, for the most part. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you got to play it. You have to play it. I if you played so. the first yeah. one, you have to play it. And yeah. even if you want to play, yeah, whatever. What reason, if you haven't played play. the first one? You'd want to go play the first one, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's sort of required, or at least. Well, because I mean, you want to play the first one after you'd played the second one, and then that wouldn't hold up from a gameplay point of view, anyway. So you're better off. It'd be rough. Yeah. Speed, speed, run the fuck out of it. Put it on easy. Play the first game on easy if you just want to get up to speed, or yeah. go watch a recap video. Watch it on YouTube, I, I guess. The squirrel, the squirrel movie. Yeah, there's a little but, bit of a recap at the start of this one. 
A little bit, yeah. You definitely want to know the story, right? And there's background stakes going in, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise you're missing out on yeah. a big a big component of it. And like, honestly, I want to talk to more people about it. I want to talk to people who gave it 10s. I'd love to run yeah. into people who... Because I, I want to understand that. I want to ask the questions about forgiveness, about engagement, about at what point were you on board with Abby? You know, what did you think of Ellie at the end? Like, it, it's created a very fascinating discussion. So yes, I've definitely been overly critical, but that's just like, that's the same as Star Wars love, right? Like you feel... Yeah. Because yeah. you get how many, upset, you have to tease it out more. How many other point. games have we done this with this year? <laughs> yeah. None. Yeah, exactly. None. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. That's the show. Uh, the Gap, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store. Maybe you haven't listened to one of our podcasts before. You should definitely go check that out. You can find us under The Gap, the GA podcast or The Gap podcast. We're a weekly show where we talk about video games. Uh, we run through what we've been playing. Uh, the news of the week and pretty much anything else in between uh, it's not exactly on point all the time but we, we do like to talk about games quite a lot so uh, go check that out you can find us on social media facebook.com slash ga podcast <laughs> twitter.com slash ga podcast you can go to our discord page the gapodcast.com slash discord um, we've got a good little community over there that likes to to play games and talk about all things video games leave us uh, comments in the spoiler chat um, or is that just a movie chat? That's movies. Yeah. Right. Should okay, we make don't a games leave one? <laughs> we should make a games one, shouldn't we? Okay. okay. Um, that makes we'll a make bit games of sense. One. We are a just fucking game podcast. Call, call it <laughs> Joel Dies in The Last of Us Part 2 channel. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, jump in there. You can also go to our website, which is thegapodcast.com. It's got links to uh, all our shows previously and all our, uh, our social media links as well. You can go check them out. And that is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash GA podcast. Um, they're the ones that help us put on this show this week. If it wasn't for them, we probably wouldn't be doing it. So thank, thank you. you to all of those people. You're the best. Um, and I think that is it. Is there anything you'd like to pimp out social media wise, Job, for yourself? Uh, no. No. Okay, go fine. You can go to check the- me on Twitter <laughs> at Joby Jojo. And go to our website and read Job's review, thegapodcast.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, I have to read it again now that it's unredacted. Yeah. Now you've got to read it again. That's the uh, I wanted to post it on that about. other website, Job, for people to read. Hey? What? That, are you going to post it on that other website, the other Reddit no, website? Um, no, I don't think I will. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. They'll probably pull um, it off once they read it, right? Once they're like, oh, no. We don't, we don't oh. like that. Oh. Look at this idiot. Reasonable. Um, yeah. All right, uh, Nate. Where can we find you on social media? Don't don't find don't. me on social media. Mm. Okay. I mean, what about your podcast? It's on Twitter. Yeah, you should check out my podcast. My other podcast. This is not my podcast. Um, here's my movie dot com. I'm not going to spruik anything beyond that because I don't remember it because we don't. It's do basically, episodes. it's basically what we just spent fucking two hours doing on this because here's my movie dot com. Here's my is, video game. <laughs> is yeah. This this has been here's my video game dot com. Been off. If I uh-huh. could ever be fucked, <laughs> <laughs> where where you like go through and you uh you talk about how you, like what what your version of a film would be, our version of The Last of Us would be basically just re-edited. But um yeah, no, it's a it's a good podcast when you know when it comes out. 
We keep in pain. Yep. And by that, I mean, we <laughs> do an episode when we get around to it. Occasionally, it's once a month. I think it's been longer than that. What is our next episode, Jovi? What did I tell you it was? Uh, is it The Crappening? No, no, that's still that's not the forever, the the forever uh, joke. No, you did tell me. I can't remember what you were going to do. It's not uh, Cats. It's not Event Horizon. Oh, um, God. Katie would kill yeah. me. It's something else. <laughs> Tune in for it, I guess. <laughs> Jurassic Park 3. No, that's on my list, but it's not that. <laughs> Jurassic Park 1. Shut the fuck up. How, no. fuck, how fucking could you? I was just I thinking if there's anything dead. I'd change about that. And no. No. I mean, no. unless you, I was going to take the novel point of view, in which case, you know, Muldoon would live because Muldoon is uh, king. Yep. That'd be about it. But, like, he has the, one of the best deaths in history. Yeah. Movie history, right? Just because oh, yeah. of that line. Mainly because of that toilet. Line. Iconic. He's the one that dies in the toilet. What? You're fucked, cunt. You are fucked. Gen- <laughs> is that guy called Gennaro? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. The lawyer. Yeah. Victimless crime. Dog ass. <laughs> All right, uh, you can find me twitter.com slash Luke Laurie, and that is it for this week. Nate, thanks for coming along, chatting to us. We'll maybe catch you again for the uh, maybe the Cyberpunk oh, yeah. spoiler cast when that comes 2021. out. 2021. 2021, yeah. Yeah, they'll just keep pushing it back. <laughs> they can. But that's the thing, right? They can, yeah, everyone well. can push games back now because PS4, 5's launching with PS4 backwards compatibility, Series X as well. So I think that developers have the breathing space which I kind of like from a they shouldn't be crunching point of view but I fucking hate from a I want to play this game point of view yeah yep Yep. alright that is it for us this week thanks everyone for listening see you later Bye. bye